Hey, everybody. This is 372 pages we'll never get back. Michael J. Nelson here, along with Connor Lestoka. Connor, how are you? Well, you know, some days start, uh, you know, like uh, you you roll out of bed and you you listen to your classical music and you you take your coffee on the patio. Yes. Some days do not. (laughs) Uh, Which day was this for you? I assume this is leading somewhere. Yeah, um, so I... Uh, about an hour and a half ago, um, I'm not going to mince words about this story. So, um, I was on the can. <laughs> sure. Uh, thank you for not mincing. I, uh, right to the can. Yes. I, I was, uh, I was looking at Instagram and Insty I on the can. Yep. That's I saw that a account I follow had, uh, yesterday they had been doing this too. Um, they'd been posting around town. Uh, they were hiding hundred dollar gift cards to, uh, Hen of the Wood, which is probably the best restaurant in town. Okay. Uh, none of the ones yesterday I saw in time or, or were close enough that it was feasible to go try to do this scavenger hunt. And keep in mind, as I, as I tell the story, Hand of the Road is, of course, closed. Um, there's no way that I would right. be able to use this gift card. Uh, but they do have a you know, dollar oyster happy hour, so that's, you know, that's 100 oysters. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> that is my dream come true. And Hand of the Wood, by the way, is a mushroom, correct? Yes, it's a—, yes, okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, so like a, you know, I've seen multiple people post like, you know, boy, do I miss getting a big, you know, plate of oysters with the presentation and the horseradish. So I had mm-hmm. that in mind for, for some point of time. So mm-hmm. they posted one that I saw when I saw it had been posted four minutes ago. And, uh, so I, I darted out of the bathroom. I told Lauren, I am going down. So wait, to- wait, wait, you darted out of the bathroom? Well, I mean, I finished up, but okay. I, you know. <laughs> I just, want, I just look, I'm just trying to paint a picture. Here. Right. And, uh, so I, I, I told Lauren, I'm going to the world's largest filing cabinet to try to get the hundred, hundred, $100 head of the wood gift card. Um, and she accepted that the world's largest filing cabinet is, you know, half a mile from our house. It's like I did not. I did not comment on that because I knew there had to be a follow up to that. So thank you. <laughs> it's our little, uh, you know, bar, wall, largest ball of twine, world's largest uh, fiberglass musky type of thing. Right. Why? I can, look. Let's take an aside here before we get into. This is a podcast about bad books, by the way, <laughs> and we're doing uh, this is the final episode of Dan Brown's Digital Fortress. But before we get to that. Uh, what was the purpose of building? Was it just to build the world's largest? So it's not even super big. Like if you wanted to to build a bigger one, it would be fairly easy. I, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just their staking out area that's not really exactly. It's yeah. uncontested ground. Okay, sure. <laughs> and it was built to uh, comment on bureaucracy of a uh, bypass that was supposed to be built like in the seventies. That is like they just pushed the start date back because of the pandemic to next year. To, and everyone, you know, laughed at that. But it's, um, you know, it's it, it's that type of thing. Sure, sure. We all know what that, that is. But anyway, all right. So, <laughs> so I sped getting, down there the weeds here. in the car, uh, you know, honked, honking at people, like running yellow lights. Uh, and then I, I, I parked. I, I got out of the car. I, I sort of ran up to the uh, world's largest filing cabinet, proceeded to... Just scraped the hell out of the side of my big toe. I was wearing uh, sandals um, on a piece of metal sticking out of the ground, and just blood sprays everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's like oh. it's, it's pooling in the bottom of my sandal. It it hurts. Oh. It was sort of like a callus on the side of my toe that had sort of scraped off. It had just sort of sheared it off. 
Uh, the gift card is, of course, not there, despite the fact that I made it down there like less than 10 minutes after it was posted. Uh, another sort of like hippie dude pulls up behind me, like pretty much as I'm um, scraping my toe off, who's like, whoa, man, I think we're here for the same thing. Um, and uh, it was not there. I scraped the, the toe. It bled everywhere. I had to make sure I didn't like leave blood up the stairs to the uh, to the building and uh, did not get the gift card. All right. To recap... The tale starts on the can and ends with scraping a callus off your toe on a piece of metal near a large filing cabinet. And then I get to talk about Dan Brown. <laughs> Just like the arc of the day has, uh, has really taken off. I have a, uh, this is probably, shouldn't be talking about other brands, but I'm going to talk to Kevin later today about my adventure uh, in the middle of an empty parking lot um screaming for help so okay. that'll be coming that'll be coming soon all right but that's that's a patreon extra so that a little advertisement for our other patreon over at, uh, <laughs> fantastic so, yeah all right well uh yeah it's uh off to a great start and only going to get better as we dive into the uh conclusion which you know no spoilers here but uh was as dumb as advertised so dumb, so dumb. The only regret I have, no real or fanfic this, but uh, I know, I'm sure but we've got uh, listener mail. and uh, Yeah, we do. We've got mail, we've got dumb sentences, and you know, the real or fanfic for last time, which is all about this final segment, cast in an even dumber light, knowing more details about like how we got to the point and what the characters are going through when they do the dumb things. Yeah, but, I uh, think three of five last uh-huh. time were real. And we're we're so we're going to be encountering those those uh, tidbits that uh, tantalized us so much. So yeah. let's uh, let's dive dive in. in. Yeah, we we start at chapter one hundred one, where we Dan learned... Brown one hundred one, the mm-hmm. course that you took in college when you first got there. Here we go. Yes, <laughs> learn to suck. The professor said, "Turn to your left, <laughs> turn to your right. One of you will have learned to suck by the end of the semester." Yes, <laughs> but yeah, it starts with the. It turns out that the, you know the the world's greatest assassin uh, tripped on a pole and fell down the stairs and died. Can- candle pole was that what it was called? Sure, mm-hmm. you know a candle pole like those things that yes. we've all encountered. Because because he compared it to like no candle pole could outreach a gun. A or gun, something. yes, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but yeah, it so. says uh, uh, Becker kneels down, presses the gun against his temple, one twitch and he would fire, but there was no twitch. Hulahat was dead. So Hulahat, just for the record, he showed up, um, shot, I think, six dozen bullets at his target. One of them grazed him, and then he tripped and died. Yes. And, and, the, and the fraying refrigerator-sized incense censure just played no role in anything. No role whatsoever. <laughs> it's hanging overhead on a frayed rope. <laughs> it is ignored. Yeah, wow. Did, do you think he forgot? Uh, uh, I mean, it would have had to go back into the church, I guess. Um, I guess you could just, I, I don't know, it boggles the mind. Um, the first thing I noted was, uh, Brown is not done with you yet, Spain. Uh, the morning <laughs> sun was blinding when Becker finally stepped out of the, of the Geralda? Geralda? Yeah, I think so. On uh, the patio. Yeah, it's... So At even no the point, morning sun doesn't get a break from Dan Brown. He hates the sun in Spain, <laughs> hates it with it's, a passion. It's, Most uh, people are fond of the morning sun. Yeah, exactly. People it's, seek it out. They, it doesn't they, get you know. that uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, da, na, 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 na. 
It just goes straight into the uh, Norwegian, you know, church burning metal as soon as the sun rises in Spain. Yeah, I assume that um, we've mentioned it before on this. As he stepped into the sun, we heard that uh, George Crumb piece that's in The Exorcist, like the, you know, electric violin scraping. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the sun. (laughs) Meanwhile, children are like playing in a fountain. People are eating, you know, gelato or something. Young lovers. I I will. I've never been, but I'll say if anyone wants to offer me, having read Dan Brown and they go like, honey, let's not go to Spain. Just send your tickets to me. I'll, yeah. I'll go to Spain and I'll endure the piercing morning sun. <laughs> see if I can survive it. There has been nothing in the book. Yeah, I've been there twice. I would go again in a heartbeat. Uh, okay. There's, you know, I've, I've I've put in what I think 195 days on Duolingo uh, for Spanish. I can <laughs> I can go there and ask someone for a, for a green purse. Uh, but i like this uh this thing uh becker is sort of fleeing the scene the body is dead but as he strode away from the tower a van skidded to a stop nearby two men jumped out they were young and dressed in military fatigues they advanced on becker with the stiff precision of well-tuned machines so when you think of i mean i I think well-oiled is the more um Common phrase, but when you think of a well-oiled or well-tuned machine, you often think of it being very stiff. That's uh, it seems mm-hmm. seem counterintuitive to me. It's once again Dan Brown trying to make up new, like you know, he uses cliches ninety seven percent of the time, and then when he <laughs> veers away, it's like you know what, just use the cliche. We're, exactly. we're good with that. Uh, so but we get uh, when he meets these two chaps, we get something that I thought was well short of uh, come dot 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 mander uh-huh we get becker stopped short amazed they knew his name who who are you <laughs> <laughs> which is uh sure that's sure that's the way people talk whatever sure is. but, but it just it's pales to calm mander but uh, <laughs> it's a nice try but he's he's probably saying that because there was something unreal about the encounter something that made becker's nerve endings start to tingle again so I think that uh, he's saying that if you ever uh, have found yourself uh, walking away from a international assassin that you just killed in a chapel, your day might start to seem unreal to you, which uh, sure. I think you know, yeah. probably <laughs> regardless I, of men approaching you from a van. I acknowledge that. And then the chapter ends. The final sentence is one of those Dan Brown uh, wonderful mixed metaphors. A searing lance of pain erupted in becker's <laughs> chest it rocketed to his skull wow wait so, god <laughs> packing a lot in there he's and uh, then uh, his uh, stink- fingers went stiff and he fell there was nothing but blackness so he's dead yeah yep. becker's dead yeah the, the horrible metaphor took took the effect on him <laughs> yes. it's uh he, he over he was overcome by the metaphor and he is now dead well, we, that's not the last of the mixed metaphors we get. We have a, another doozy of one upcoming, I think. But uh, that's how that chapter ends. Um, and the what, chapters are the shortest I think we've ever had because is, this is the most we've covered, right? Yeah, it goes to 128. So this is yeah, yeah. a total of yeah, 29 chapters, I guess. All garbage. <laughs> but uh, he had to hit that uh, mythical mark of 128 to have some sort of bit significance. But um, yeah, 102. 102 takes us back to the NSA's uh, crypto wing um, where uh, Strathmore is, uh, I guess, down in the in the thing trying to stop the translator from catching on fire. 
he realizes that uh, it was ironic, Strathmore thought, that Chartrukian had been right about the virus all along. And like, you know, it's Alanis Morissette is wincing at the use of that. It's, it it's wasn't, no black fly in your Chardonnay, I'll say that, <laughs> as far as irony goes. It was ironic that someone was right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> a, it's a professional who was, you know, trained in this field was correct. Uh, I think before that, now, just to set the scene, I, what I was picturing here is it's just some movie where the the mechanism it's you know think of a bond movie and there's buzzers going off right and mm-hmm. people are driving around frantically this is a little smaller than that but it's like that's what we're at defcon one or whatever and it's, yeah there's you know, everything's klaxons, going to hell sirens yes, yeah red lights are everywhere um, and in the middle of it, huge droplets of water fell like rain through the swirling mist. <laughs> the warning ho- horns sounded like thunder. So a lot of now we're getting weather stuff. But if you'll remember a chapter before, the humidity fell like rain on Susan. <laughs> oh, yes. yes was- so <laughs> lots of crap is falling like rain and things are sounding like thunder yeah, um, but all of it is comparable to weather phenomenon. So whatever it is, yeah, the horns, the rain, the humidity, the lights, the everything is like some weather phenomenon. It's but falling like rain on your sun. wedding day. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. To bring it back to Alanis Morissette, of course. Is it uh, from the sprinkler system? Is that is it trying to put out some sort of? Is that why the rain is sputtering, or is it the cooling system that is failing? It's so unclear. I, I just it, yeah. he just pictures. I think he's just telling you to picture something from that you've seen Dos from a movie. Boot. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. Pipes are bursting and people are screaming, and uh, that that's the scene that Strathmore is in the middle of. Uh, well, this so he's reminiscing about how he threw Chartrukian down the ladder and he died. But he said the man's plunge had been chilling, a momentary. Howl of terror, then silence, but it was not half as chilling as the next thing Commander Strathmore saw. Greg Hale was staring up at him from the shadows below, a look of utter horror on his face. It was then that Strathmore knew Greg Hale would die. And so before before that moment, he had perceived uh, Hale to be uh, immortal. Uh, you know, he's going to, to walk the <laughs> earth cursed forever to to never have a, have, a, have a death and to see all his loved ones perish before him. But uh, now Strathmore knew it was going to happen. That's right. He was uh, he was an immortal elf who was going to uh, go into the east uh, or whatever. Uh, but we get the uh, it's the fanfic from before about the body. Okay. Which I don't know if we want to revisit it, but do you remember this? No. Okay. So uh, Strathmore eyed the grotesque remains and made his way over. Reaching up, he grabbed a wrist. The flesh was like styrofoam. Right. The yes. tissue had been fried. The whole body was devoid of moisture. So it was not. It was falling like rain, but and it was humid. But how the flesh was devoid. <laughs> the commander closed his eyes, tightened his grip around the wrist, and pulled. The body slid an inch or two. Stradmore pulled harder. The body slid again. The commander braced himself and pulled with all his might. Suddenly he was tumbling backwards. He landed hard on the back on his backside, up against a power casement. Ooh, power casements. Oh, yeah. The world of Star Wars there. <laughs> Struggling to sit up in the rising water, Strathmore stared down in horror at the object in his fist. It was Chartrukian's forearm. It had broken off at the elbow. <laughs> anyway, that was in real or fanfic earlier, but I just wanted to revisit that. That's yeah. a real thing that's happening. Right. It's yeah. styrofoam I, body, and he breaks off the arm. Yeah, it's been maybe uh, an hour or two. I... I, I I doubt my own ability to tear off an arm from a recently dead body and 
but maybe I'm just not thick fleshed enough. <laughs> That's right. Well, then it uh, then it goes back to uh, Susan, who's hanging out in, of course, uh, the uh, uh, plush carpeted Node Three. Um, Greg Hale's corpse disappeared into the darkness, and Susan instinctively yanked her legs up onto the couch. She wrapped Strathmore's suit coat around her. So our hero has instinctively turned into a, a woman in a uh, tea, soup, or yogurt ad during this uh, during this difficult time. That's right. Is she uh, eating the yogurt off the back of the spoon and then <laughs> yes. pulling it upwards and going, right. mm, as she or, smacks her lips? Or just savoring the aroma as she cups an enormous mug with both hands. Right. <laughs> <laughs> an oversized sweater, of course. Yes. yes. <laughs> Uh, we also get, uh, I, uh, I wondered, uh, I will appeal to you because I'll let you issue this, whether okay. or not you want to issue this to settle down. I got my stamp ready. Here you go. It's, uh, by the way, Connor's stamp is comically oversized. Um, <laughs> it's, it's four <laughs> feet wide and has like two hand grips on it. Yeah. It's taken up a lot of room. It's causing some friction. <laughs> Lauren loves it, especially <laughs> during this time when you're both together closely. I sacrificed, the, this is uh, the mind of Strathmore, I sacrificed the best years of my life for country and honor. But what about love? <laughs> he had deprived himself for far too long. So he's talking to himself, but then he, but whatever. Sure. And, and for what? To watch some young professor steal away his dreams? Strathmore had nurtured Susan. He had protected her. He had earned her. <laughs> So, does the stamp come out or not? Yeah, I think it's a settle down. I think okay, it's a it's a right. firm settle down for the <laughs> right. just the out of control old thick fleshed horny guy. Old the horniness it came so late in the book. Yeah, exactly. It was unearned horniness. <laughs> old thick fleshed sweaty horniness. Because <laughs> it says, and now at last he would have her. She would seek what? shelter in his arms when there was nowhere else to turn. She would come to him helpless, wounded by loss, and in time, he would show her that love heals all. It sounds like one of the, uh, every like you know week or so, there's, there's one specific like uh, screenshot of a Reddit post that goes viral. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I pretended to like D&D to, uh, you know, I've been married to my wife for three years, and I'm, you know, I admitted it to her, and she got really angry, and so... You know, and then people circulate that and make fun of it. This is like Strathmore posting. Uh, I, right. I said an assassin to murder a uh, hot 170 IQ coworker of mine, and then she got angry. Uh, am I the asshole here? Um, oh, but. Strathmore! God, <laughs> only your flesh wasn't so thick. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, all that I got that, for yeah. 102. Going on to 103. Yeah, 103 starts uh, pretty, very impressive. Uh, the, la the last chapter, we had Susan praying, and then this chapter has some more uh, religious imagery. Uh, the commander rose through the trap door like Lazarus back from the dead. <laughs> Despite his soggy clothes, his step was light. He strode toward Node 3, toward Susan, toward his future. This is where I had my first settle down. Oh, that um, was your first. Okay. Well, yeah, of, of sure. this, of this. Well, it's only been three chapters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, <laughs> so one, several people have died today. Two of them in his office, and none of them are coming back from the dead. So, if you wanted to apply that metaphor much more accurately, um, it would be about one of them. And like, rise from the dead. People don't like move up like the guy in Nosferatu, you know. That's the fact that he's actually emerging out of a trap door is not something Lazarus did. Like rise is a is a is a figurative term in that in that uh, description. 
Yeah, I also, when I was reading that, I assumed it was one of the people who were dead. I'm right. like, oh my, oh my God, who actually didn't die? What right, sort, yeah. You know, which would have been an actual twist at, at, yeah. of some sort. Yeah, he like, was not hail, thought to have died. And... Yes, Hale, you know, knew how to fake, a, you know, because he was a Marine. Like, yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't actually dead. Yeah, he put the ball under his uh, armpit and cut off his pulse or whatever. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so that was that was a surprise, but the whole chapter is about her or him discovering that Susan has seen his. Is it a page? It's the sky pager. Sky pager. Sky yes. pager. Uh, someone wrote in to remind me where I'd heard of that. There's a tribe called Quest Song that's all about sky pagers. They were no uh, way. They were two, 1993. Uh, they were just, I guess, a, a sort of symbol of. Uh, technology you know being cool um so <laughs> it uses that brand wow. name in the title yeah uh but the so there's a subject and then a uh and then we get the lines this is basically the uh the list of people that uh hulo hulo hot mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> where's he from again i i don't remember but no one wrote in to uh correct us on that guy's pronunciation so right, we got to go to fax king and figure this out <laughs> well, uh, that comes up does that come up? Oh, oh, I mean, you know, I have several uh, things that I need to verify on Fax King in this episode. Okay, all right. Well, maybe we can root that out in a separate episode or something. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they come up as subjects, and then they're just sim- simple lines. And I did not have a sky pager, but I wondered about that. So it's subject David Becker terminated. Strathmore hung his head. His dream was over. And so that was the message. But I just wonder if there was a text body to the message after that from Hulo, <laughs> like... Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, that's pretty much it. But uh, <laughs> great day in his Seville. Uh, it's hot, though. How are you? What's <laughs> happening in the note? <laughs> like, I just wish it had fleshed it out a little bit from right. Hulo. Like, uh, yeah, my glasses are working good. I'm glad you guys sent me these things. These are sweet. <laughs> but if now had, he's, just, he's very terse. If it had one or two, like, you know, embarrassing typos that was like, damn it, I this, yeah. still haven't gotten to the whole hang of this. But it's a, uh, for the most part, it's a good system, this typing in the air. Screwed up uh, all three theirs, there, there, and there are all, you know, <laughs> the wrong versions of it. <laughs> yeah, he types, uh, you know, like, you know, duck, it's hot out here. Oh, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's that chapter. That's all I had. So it's, you know, plot wise, it's her seeing that he is, you know, obviously hired a contracted killer and David is dead. Yes. So um, my only, uh, I just had one more thought about here. He, uh, he describes her as standing before him, damp and tousled in his blazer. Oh she, God. She looked like a freshman co-ed who'd been caught in the rain. He oh, felt like geez. the senior who'd lent his varsity sweater. It's just like oh. co-ed is one of those words that, uh. You know, like you know, old people use, and it always just sounds, you know, it always just sounds gross when they say it. Coed is so, yeah. How old is that? I feel like that's you know, Marx Brothers from yeah, twenty nine right. yes. or something. Like, boy, I can't wait to dig into those coeds. But uh, did his uh, his reaction when when he realizes that she's uh, she's seen his pager. Now it was Strathmore who went rigid. So we can we can leave it at that and move along. Oh dear! All right. <laughs> Uh, 104, I don't have a lot of notes here, but... Uh, I, am uh, gonna have to pass on that because I have a dumb sentence from 104, but... Oh, uh, uh, so, okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to pass over that. 
Well, yeah, she uh, he sort of comes up, he he wraps his arms around her, and the touch was familiar yet repulsive, which is amazing. And uh, he says, I love you. I've loved you forever. The pain will pass. You'll love again. Stay with me. I'll heal your wounds. Um, and, uh, you know, why he even is able to say one of those things, let alone six of them, is, is amazing. But uh, I think it ends with translator catching on fire or the yes. processors, the many processors. Yeah, so he's gone. Strathmore now is stark, raving, horny. I guess is the way to the way <laughs> yes. to put it. Wow, and, good, uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that one. <laughs> I'm gonna use it. Um, but uh, it, it is so bizarre that because she is always being thrown around like a bag of rice by these guys, right? Doesn't she say? About Hale, like the touch was familiar but repulsive earlier. <laughs> yeah, probably. How, yeah. how much are these guys grabbing you around the node? For God's yeah, they sake? literally he carried her like a sack of potatoes over his shoulder up the stairs when they uh, he did the th- shoe throwing diversion. Um, yeah, yeah, but I think she said that about anyone touching her. It's like yeah. So yeah. Uh, what's going on in the node, man? They need to get <laughs> HR in there on the double. Um. Yeah, 105? I, yeah, 105 has uh, has some good ones. Um, it starts with this one. I'm going to burn a DSOTW because I've skipped a few already. A fireball racing upward through 3 million silicone chips makes a unique sound. <laughs> you, you don't you don't say that that act that you've described that has never been described or happened before is uh, it might be unique, huh? Unique things are very unique when you think about it. <laughs> Uh, I have this, uh, let me see. Oh, he, how he writes this, these contradictory sentences just so easily and then no editor corrects them. So Susan's mind told her to run, but David's dead weight pressed down all around her. So you got that? <laughs> so picture that. Okay. David's de- pressing down. She's pressed down all around. She thought she heard his voice calling to her, telling her to escape, but there was nowhere to go. So is it pressing down all over her, or is it telling her to, to escape her and doing right. the opposite thing? Yeah. Which can she, one is it doing? Could she not escape because there's nowhere to go, or because, the yeah, the body is pressing down on her while telling her to go? Uh, he just writes it, and I just, as a, wouldn't you, you'd circle that, right? Lauren would circle it I and think say, so. let's yeah. clarify I, this. Is she and being then I pressed, would, or... Yeah, yeah, I would get irritated that I had to fix it, and then I would go in here and, you know, fix it and come out and be like, you were right. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then I have a couple dumb sentences for this chapter. Okay, yeah. There's. It says that the uh, crypto floor began to tremble as if below it an angry sea monster were rising out of the depths. Uh, so it's been described as like the gate to hell. It's uh, it's and then somehow there's a a sea monster. I don't I don't know if that makes a unique sound or not. An angry sea monster rising out of the depths of crypto. But I would have to assume uh, since sea monsters usually don't go to crypto. Right. <laughs> they stay in the in the sea. Uh, and yeah, he, he just sort of ends, I, I forget, I forget what this is all about, but he, he hugs her again, clutching desperately, kissed her cheeks, forgive me, he begged, and I guess she finally decides to take off, um, and he's left down there. I don't know why he can't escape either. Well, this is when he dies, and you know, all right, I'll, I'll burn a sentence here, because we have, we have to do something in, in the actual moment of what's happening. And by the way, visually, if you look at this chapter, the word translator is here more than any other. It's oh, half wow. of the words in this chapter. Nice. Uh, but here we go. I'm going to burn a dumb sentence. This is a couple sentences, but you'll understand. In a brilliant flash of light, Commander Trevor Strathmore passed from man 
to silhouette to legend. <laughs> Oh my god, is that bad? His final word, Susan. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Oh god, it's so I think bad. That's it's so yeah, let's let's parse that. He you pass from man to silhouette to legend. That's not necessarily a natural progression. I think that was what Reagan was originally going to say when the uh, instead of slip the surly bonds of earth to touch yes. the face of God, they uh they 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 passed from man and woman to silhouette to legend and they were like, "Sir, absolutely not." No. Again, red pen, a heavy heavy <laughs> wax red pen. Uh but that's the I think that's the end of Strathmore, right? There's no fake death here. No fake death and it is the end in the book. However, I, uh, you know, you pass into legend. I was sort of, I sort of wondered what that entailed. Like, oh, you know, sure. Are yeah. they going to hang, you know, a, a picture up in the, in the, you know, lobby type of thing? Give him a statue outside of the, uh, of the thing. And I, I went looking for answers on the, on the recreation center of the dark web recreation. I guess not the, not the rec center, but uh, found some from interesting thing. They didn't speculate oh, really? about. Yeah, they didn't speculate about how they were going to deal with this at the NSA, since, you know, that's a thorny issue. Um, you know, True. How you, I mean, how, yeah. The, you the, reward someone's service, maybe, but they also, you know, they, he killed two NSA members, so he's, he's a traitor. But, he yeah, so run, they, yeah, he was running his own secret operation. He was going around everything. He was, yeah, hiring hitmen and hit crews, and, yeah. So, yeah, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a thorny ethical issue, and the dark web people sure. didn't want to get into it, but they did speculate on... <laughs> they, on the afterlife. Um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So they 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 were, uh, you know, you he he pl- passes from silhouette to legend, and then bam, wakes up in the afterlife, and they sort of uh, fleshed out what that might thick fleshed out what that might look like, um, or what what it might sound like, I guess. Oh, fascinating. And you didn't. Uh, so I'm glad that you didn't have to uh, burn money on the. 372 players uh, yeah. to recreate this. This is readily available. Well, yeah, it's it's you know the, the, these these are unprecedented times, and we've got to uh, we can't be we support the arts, of course, but we we can't be uh, throwing things away willy nilly. But uh, yeah, dark web, um, the, the, nothing is copyrighted on there. So all right, and I assume we'll post the uh, uh, where you found this on the dark web up on our link, and you can yeah. You, you can, can check, check it out, it for out yourself. and hit and uh, li- up like upvote it and like it. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. All yep. right. So let's uh, let's give it a listen. All right. Hold me, Susan. I need you, Susan. Where am I? Oh, come on, Commander. You're a clever guy. Harps. Fluffy white clouds and me, Susan Fletcher in a skimpy nurse's uniform. I'm... I'm in heaven? (laughs) You better believe it, hot stuff. Eternal paradise awaits. That means you can crack my code anytime you want. Oh, Oh my god. Let me get rid of these Salvatore Ferragamo flats and you can watch me dig my stockinged feet into these plush carpetings. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what Straffy likes. Your old harpy of a wife could never match brains and legs like mine, could you, you thick-fleshed legend? No. Thick-fleshed legend, that's me. We spend a lot of time in Node 3, but why don't I show you Node 69? Wait! Wait! 
Aw, what is it, Commander? This can't be real. I'm going to walk over to you, and you're going to turn into something horrible, aren't you? Oh, what makes you say that, Strathy? I'm going to kiss you, and then when I pull back, you're going to be Jabba sweating. And when you take off your skirt where the goods should be, there'll just be a big, gross calzone. <laughs> There's nothing gross under there, big boy. I couldn't have gone to heaven. I lived an incredibly immoral life. I have to be in hell. Let's just say that I sure don't go without wax. I betrayed my marriage vows. I committed adultery in my heart. You thought that David left me not walking straight. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. I lied to and spied on citizens who trusted me. I borrowed some marmalade from Carmen Huerta. We all know the origin of marmalade, but only you get to find out where it's going to end up. I signed off on assassinations of innocent civilians. I'll record the whole thing in five frame per second quick time so you can watch us get busy whenever you want. I personally murdered two people in the last three hours, for God's sake. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's all this? What? God? Yeah, yeah, it's me, the big man. Couldn't help overhear all those sins you just confessed to. Uh, well, I, 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 I was just being colorful. It appears you were admitted by mistake. Box went unchecked on your application, but glad you were honest. <laughs> With all the volume we got up here, we'd never have caught that. Not in a million years. You wouldn't have? Nope. Well, enjoy hell. Without wax, you say? That's right, big man. <laughs> Meet me at Stone Manor in five minutes. Meanwhile, in hell... My God, my head is sweating even more than usual. Uh, how do you like my nurse's uniform, Strathy? Oh, oh hey, Jabba. Oh, I'm not gonna like this, am I? Oh, you are not. Oh. The calzone is stuffed with poo, and it's downhill from there. Oh, damn it. I hate hell. So, yeah, that's the uh, end of uh, Trevor Strathmore. That's, mm. He probably should I mean, have kept his mouth shut. it sounds plausible. Shut I mean, obviously, they, they weren't there. I don't, I mean, I don't think anyone was yeah, there, no, but, it's, uh, but it does, uh, it comports with my view of the afterlife of, and my yeah, moral okay. view so good yeah. okay <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah evil is punished and uh it sounds like uh i don't know I, I got my fingers crossed that's how it works out for me so sounded sounded like it would be fun up there right right would you well i don't want to get into it. it's too personal but like would you choose susan as your i mean given the entire world or would you want to be with your wife forever or <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get it on the, record. I, I'll I have know. to see what the Rule 34 uh, drawings of Susan looked like before okay. I you know, right. need some artistic representation. All um, right, Chapter 106. Chapter 106, I just have a note. Jabba calls Fontaine. Yes. Okay. Y- yes, I have a dumb sentence. Okay. Um, so, but you know, there's been a few. Yeah. I'll, I'll burn this. Do it. Because it's not that great, but it's pretty good. It's like just so stupid. It's tiny chapter, right? And in the middle of this is the end of the chapter. This is supposed to sustain you to turn the page. You know, okay. The page, the page turner thing. Across the suite, Fontaine's phone began to ring. Oh my God, a ringing phone in Fontaine's yeah. office. 
final sentence set on its uh, carriage return on its own. It was Jabba. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so if you're working in an office with what? What are there? Uh, six people? Right. It appears that, to be. That we know of? Yes. So the phone rings. Oh, my God. Who could it possibly be? Who could it be? He does that look like Harrison Ford sort of look at the camera with his like lower jaw quivering as he. Yeah. It was Midge. Asking him if he wants to go to the buffet or did he grab a sandwich from the commissary? You know, like, <laughs> yes, right. What? There's only six people. What? Yeah. What is it supposed to be? The end of a chapter that it was job. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my guy. I left my car lights small... on. I need a jump, man. Uh... Yes. Hey, I think I left. Uh, uh, I, I left a soldering iron under your. Di- Could you just check? Uh, it would have been right to your right there. Like, no job. There's nothing here. Okay, thanks, man. So yeah. long. I'll call someone else and uh, and freak them out with a dramatic uh, dramatic phone call. Calzones later. Yeah, yeah sounds he, good. All right. So long, yep. Java. Save save some for me. <laughs> he loves his calzones. <laughs> That's the end of uh, chapter one hundred six. Very yeah. tiny chapter. One hundred seven is uh starts with thick acrid smoke billowed upwards. Susan knew the smell: silicon smoke, deadly poison. So are the all NSA codebreakers smoke? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> are all NSA codebreakers well-versed in poison gas smell identification or just the super geniuses? Uh, yeah, this uh, this comes up a couple times with her different reactions to the smoke here. But I was impressed that she could immediately identify thick, acrid smokes. <laughs> Silicon I think that's chips a, burning. a course that you go through. It's like, <laughs> here's a thick, acrid smoke A. Right. Okay. Like, I've got that in my mind. I'm writing notes. It's like a sommelier, you know. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that is Spanish. I think the grape is uh, Roja. Um, anyway, so yes. So, wait, what, which chapter are we on? Uh, 107. Sorry. 107. This- okay. Super genius mode. Okay. She instantly knew the odds. 26 to the fifth power. 11,881376 possible choices. Yeah. So at other so, times, again, she doesn't know wh- who people are, what she's doing, but in panic mode with thick, acrid smoke filling her lungs, she contemplates the odd twenty-six to the codes. fifth power. Yeah. Yes. Um. <laughs> Can't you just like back of the envelope it and know that? Nah, that's not going to work. Why yeah. do we have to get the detail? Right, and it doesn't even matter. Because uh, this, this is the the uh, keypad of the private elevator, and yes. clearly she's not. You know, she wouldn't be able to to type in five of these. She has to she has to pick what she thinks it is. And I I'm gonna just I'm gonna brag about this. I wrote down I think a page and a half earlier. Oh my god, the password's going to be Susan. Um, <laughs> maybe some people guessed it earlier, but at some point in time, I realized uh, what what it was what it was going to be. You didn't. Uh, you didn't think that it would maybe be tiny hint of Susan's bra strap, <laughs> just to make it a little harder to guess. <laughs> no, Strathmore was a little too on the nose with that. <laughs> Susan's uh, wet sheer shirt might yep. have been another, but uh, yeah, no, he yeah. went with the with the basics there. Right. So if someone had ever been like, you know, sir, we need to uh, we need to service the elevator. Like, can you? Can you just like let us know what the password is or, you know, NSA probably makes you change it you know, once every two weeks, once every month. Like a lot of offices do that that aren't national security. So he has had probably different variations. He might have had uh, SF bra for Susan Fletcher bra or, you know, S love 
me. I don't uh, know, so. Sir, we require that there be uh, an alphanumeric key. You can't keep putting in Susan's bra, Susan's panties. <laughs> Susan's. <laughs> we, we require at least one uh, extraneous character, an uppercase, a lowercase, and, and four sir, numbers. It, it cannot be SUS69. That is, we, <laughs> we're just, just going to say that right away. We saw what you're about to type. Oh, it's because of my thick flesh, isn't it? <laughs> no, sir. It's a security thing. Yeah. Trust us. Right. Um, yeah, so he, he he types in S-U-S-I-N, and an instant later, the doors slid open. That's how uh, she's she's going to escape the horrible fire, the inferno of, um, what's it called? Uh, crypto. To, Tr- uh, to, translator? To, yes. <laughs> translator has been on fire. Um, I hope that those uh, solar panels are not made of silicone either, because that would be uh, acrid smoke if those ever went up in flames. Indeed. Well, imagine the acrid smoke if the, uh, what is it, the center, the the uh, the, the incense Box. Oh, the century, yeah, the frayed rope fridge. Yeah, so so yeah. we get uh, Chekhov's elevator here, which really <laughs> amounts to nothing. Like, who cares? Right. His office could have been across the hall, and she escaped it by guessing a code. Like, the elevator really is immaterial. <laughs> but he pays off on Chekhov's elevator, but how many other things did he just leave Completely. sitting by the side of the road abandoned? Yeah. He blurry at them. Yes. So, but anyway, the elevator pays off huge because Susan guesses the code and, and gets away. So yeah, um, she she takes it down. Chapter one hundred eight. She she takes it down to the like underground highway or tunnel that connects different parts of the NSA. Yeah, um, and a, a golf cart pulls up. The vehicle came to a stop beside her. Miss Fletcher, an astonished voice exclaimed. Susan gazed at a vaguely familiar shape in the driver's seat of an electric golf cart. So the va- the vaguely familiar shape is a, is of a human being. Yes, human she's, beings are are vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> she's, so that is, uh, she spent her her mental capacity, I think, on that uh, twenty six to the fifth power. Yep, it's all gone. And then we get this the beautiful piece of, uh, you know, like formal introduction in the middle of again. This is the Bond thing, the blowing up the villains. You know, everyone's running everywhere in white mm-hmm. Tyvek suits and yeah. screaming and. Falling off of uh, railings and stuff. They're on fire, yeah. Falling into pits of acid. And Chad Brinkerhoff, he sputtered, studying the shell-shocked cryptographer. (laughs) Directorial PA. Oh, okay. I I don't need your resume right now. (laughs) Exactly. You're driving a golf cart. I assume (laughs) that you're, you know, you probably work here. (laughs) Uh, No, no need for formalities. uh, (laughs) My card? Would you like to check my uh, credentials? Or I can bring you back to the office and show you. uh, I I, I do work here. Like, look, you're vaguely familiar shape. I sent you a LinkedIn request a month and a half ago. You never responded to it, but I didn't want to bring that up until I guess I just did bring it up. But I, I, I let's all right. Let's start over. But that's nothing compared to the uh, to the other introduction we get. This is a very impressive. So uh, uh, Leland Fontaine finally meets her. He is introduced thusly. Striding toward them was an enormous black man. Oh man! Yes. <laughs> and uh, so, w- w- how does he react in this thing? Uh, the enormous man arched his eyebrows. Even sooty and soaked, Susan Fletcher was more striking than he had imagined. Um, so when I, was I, he imagining her? <laughs> Why was he imagining her? I don't he's, know. He's she's the second in command or the third in command of the, a major division. He's never met her. 
right? Like he's never. Yes, I have no idea how the. What is the structure of the NSA? Aren't they having regular meetings with the director? I'm scared if they're not. They might be having regular meetings to say there's a super hot babe in working in crypto because the word <laughs> has made his way to him. Yes, but they also don't have you know a an online uh, database of you know employee badge photos or something that clearly he would have been like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, tap tap like, sir, are you looking her up her her employee photo? It was like, well, you everyone was talking about how hot she is. Of course, I'm gonna. Even more striking than he had imagined. So he did spend time imagining it. So we yes. know that. <laughs> uh, but we we get this a little bit earlier. Um, the high speed Kensington golf cart rounded a corner and skidded to a stop. Wow, a little so, product placement. Yeah, subsidiary of Sparklets. They, <laughs> are they uh, branching out into? <laughs> Those are the two we got. Wow. Beverage dispensing and uh, maybe building small uh, battery-powered vehicles for the NSA. I don't know. Anyway. Tropicana has been like, you mentioned juice eight dozen times and you didn't bother to drop a a brand name for that, you son of... Yes. Oh, that added such color because when the golf cart came skidding to a stop, I wondered, "Um, excuse me, can't read this picture unless I know which brand it is. Right. It's those those weird uh, Florida retirement communities where everyone drives golf carts around. That was the, the target uh, the target there that he was he has an in with the golf cart weirdos. Yeah, and the, the old people in those communities are going, Well, is it tricked out? Did he put the fenders with the two seats on the back or not? <laughs> Otherwise, why are you mentioning it, whippersnapper? All right. Uh, um we had uh he, he they sort of take him take her back to uh, I guess another secret door. Um, which left us with this moment. Uh, he placed his right hand against a small glass panel. A strobe flashed. A moment later, the massive wall thundered left. There was only one NSA chamber more sacred than crypto, and Susan Fletcher sensed she was about to enter it. <laughs> so he, he he opened a door and 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 waved her in, and then she sensed she was about to enter <laughs> the uh, the passageway. It's just incredible. It's, Again, all that brain power used up by the the. Uh... That uh, trying to figure out how many pass keys she had yeah. to enter. It's so. like your run meter in a video game where you, you you use it up and then you have to walk for you know five more seconds as it refills. The thing I thought about that was the uh, a moment later the massive wall thundered left. It's it's only massive if you're you know a tiny striking woman like Susan, but not if you're a, a massive black man. <laughs> yes. Then it's just a normal wall to right. you. But uh, <laughs> but it was from her perspective. So well done, True. Dan Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, chapter one hundred and nine. Chapter one hundred and nine. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're moving right along here. Oh my God! This has another one. Just my first note is, uh, yeah. Her her run meter refills pretty slowly. I think she needs to go uh, exchange four gems for an upgrade or something. Yeah. S- Susan stared at the dazzling facility. Okay. I mean, sure, she's never been here before. She vaguely remembered that two hundred fifty metric tons had been excavated to create it. <laughs> so she's she's vaguely remembering an incredibly specific niche detail that uh it's just incredible uh wasn't there a, we did a movie for rift tracks once where there was a giant secret underground lair under a house oh no it remind- it's, in, it's in um it's jurassic park remember uh-huh. they, they have the huge in the the latest oh, the dinosaur park. auction yeah yeah <laughs> that hole with armies staffed underneath his house yeah, and, and huge like you, cages. You would, I think you'd vaguely remember when uh, when contract workers were there for three years on end, lo- <laughs> loading and things, and hauling away two hundred and fifty million cubic tons of 
of dirt. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she vaguely remembers that happening. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want me to put these uh, uh, floor-mounted leg shackles? Uh, <laughs> you know, every, everything on the up and up here. I'll, I just shouldn't be asking questions uh, when I'm constructing your dinosaur prison. Uh, here's some good Dan Brown garbage prose. As if trapped in some surreal nightmare, Susan followed Fontaine toward the podium. Her world was a slow-motion blur. Yes, a surreal nightmare. So the, the word that means dreamlike. So it's a, a nightmare that's like a dream. Got it. Okay. <laughs> well, well job, I guess there's... Brown. There's nightmares where, you know, your, your teeth are falling out, and then there's nightmares where you're just, like, slowly packing to go to the airport, which I guess are more mundane type of things. So. Okay. All right. I'll allow it. But, geez, this is a uh, – what, what was it? She, she slowly moved forward as a, in a daze or something? A slow-motion blur. Yeah. Get used to that as our, with, our, with our genius heroine because uh, that's how she pretty much – she's just, like – doped up the way that they would get Elvis on stage in his later years or Jerry Garcia. They're just sort of, you know, pointing her towards something and she's standing there drooling essentially as the next few chapters unfold. Yep. She's a fugue state from here until the very, very end of the book. (laughs) She's completely dissociated from her uh, experience in life and just sitting there sort of, I assume soaking wet. Yes. Yeah. Sooty, her her mascara's, you know, um, smeared, but in in, in an extremely alluring way. Striking, striking. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The the first, the she's, so this is like the uh, underground code center and Jabba is holding court, uh, outranking God himself. But uh, this is the first note I had about that same thing. Susan hovered nearby, unable to focus, uh, which is a good, just a good six word description of her. Wow. Unable (laughs) to focus. Yeah. Here's a, uh, uh, a weird thing in the middle of all this. Again, so this is the big board. Now we're in the location we're going to be, right? Yeah. Just to sort of set the scene. We're in, again, picture a movie where everyone's like, you know, somebody snapping fingers and going, come on, people. I need that information. Let's go. And voices are yelling out like, we've got five minutes. That's the mm-hmm. rest of the book. Just to, uh, you know, no spoilers there. Yeah. But Apollo in the middle- 13 Command Center, exactly. essentially. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of it, all of this. It's not a virus, Brinkerhoff exclaimed hopefully. Jabba snorted in disgust. Viruses have replication strings, pretty boy. This doesn't. <laughs> and and I, I just thought, well, I mean, Brinkerhoff, I forget the descriptions of him. There's a couple of details, but I guess when you're a tadpole pig man, everyone <laughs> else seems like a pretty boy. So. Right. I'll allow it, and we're all under stress, but it seems like a weird time to call out someone as pretty boy. Right. I was yes. just asking if it was a virus or not. What does that have to do? How long have you been harboring this thing? You, are you attracted to me? What are you saying? Like, Ever since you turned me down for going out for Dr. Peppers, I've resented you. <laughs> uh, but Brinkerhoff was the one smearing uh, marmalade or... Oh, yes, on Carmen Huerta, yeah. It's, uh, and he was, I think they said he was handsome enough to give press conferences, but, you know, it said handsome enough. I don't know. It's not like... <laughs> okay, so may, I don't know. Maybe Jabba saw the tapes or whatever the uh, of huh. of Carmen Huerta. I don't know. But anyway, it just seemed weird in the middle of all of this. Like, can we focus, please? <laughs> Insulting me for... Wait, he Yeah, but he goes off and he does that, the, uh, the 100% IT guy uh, thing of like, it's... <laughs> virus you know because you know, yeah. he calls it a worm and sort of goes off about that for a while 
Um, but he says, uh, you know, right now it's spreading out and attaching itself to all our classified data. After that, it could do anything. It might decide to delete all the files or it might just decide to print smiley faces on certain White House transcripts. And I was like, come on, it would it would print wangs on them. We, un- yeah. we understand how this would work. Like uh, <laughs> smiley faces. please. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Joker level uh, stuff there. Uh, here's a, uh, a strange moment. After a moment of confused astonishment, the implications hit Jabba like a bullet to the gut. The huge <laughs> cis sect, again, in the middle of it, the huge cis, yes, yes right. looked like he was about to crumble dead, but then that means we can't, <laughs> and I'll just add, come Mander. <laughs> um, but anyway, the way he's been physically described, I feel like he could have been shot several times and never even known it. So yeah, the fact, yeah. the fact that a bullet to the gut is like, yeah, he's the, the X-Men villain, the blob at this point. Is yeah. Probably. He could just absorb it and go. So it's just a weird thing to keep describing how huge and gross and fat and slimy and sweaty and repulsive. Yeah. And then like a bullet to the gut. <laughs> right. It's just a phrase again, Dan Brown, don't branch out. Keep stay with the cliches. <laughs> Um, yeah, but then we just we get to meet Soshi, who I you know I I um, will eat crow. I, I did not expect to actually meet her, but to my credit, she adds absolutely nothing to uh, the proceedings going forward, other than just to be a another voice to yell things out as we uh, reach our conclusion. A ninety pound live wire, please. Yes, we need that. <laughs> um, yeah, there's not a lot of live wire on display here with Soshi till the end. She could have yeah. been any one of the anonymous voices. It's funny that he chose to focus to like you know to point her out as opposed to all the anonymous voices going like <laughs> we've got two minutes sir you know, she could have just been one of those yeah it's the way you know it's the way klein named you know the other you know characters in his book like dato and show are just sort of like they, they we don't need to know who these extra people are they just show up to say like finish each other's sentences and stuff yeah uh but in this chapter begins the hilarious i don't have all the Maybe you have tracked them, but all of the uh, Jabba getting saucy with the director and the director going like, look, look, pal, Uh, you know, I'll allow it now. And it happens like a hundred times of him just going, you know, swearing and like, you you wouldn't know shit if it hit you in the face. Like, look, (laughs) you can't talk to me that way. However, we are doing this. Yes. Yeah. Jabba's insolence was way out of line, but Fontaine knew this was neither the time or the place to handle it. And then it happens like 400 times. (laughs) So Jabba, I think you have free reign. Don't even worry about it at this point, because uh, this obviously is not the time or place to handle it. Uh, Well, I think we move on to 110. Yes. And this is where we sort of start to get some of the, uh, uh, you know, the techie, techie speak about what's going on here. Um, and there, again, more, more mixed metaphors. Um, it's Jabba says, we're tied into the global internet. The hackers, foreign governments, and EFF sharks circle this database 24 hours a day trying to break in. Um, and he reveals that the worm is not t- targeting the data, but it's targeting the security walls. Um, which they ha- I guess they have five redundant um, systems or five, you know, I don't know, levels of the thing. And we get lots of techie speak as this goes forward, as those start failing one by one. Oh, man, so good. <laughs> and how do we know they're failing one by one? It's because uh, Jabba has prepared uh, VR. And for yep. some reason, that's the they, they use a term that this was 1998. This was like 
the, you know, the VR mania of the mid nineties has, was in full swing. We had had lawnmower man and hackers and, uh, virtual reality on the cover of time magazine. Uh, so they felt the need to say this Jabba relied on VR often in most computer circles. VR meant virtual reality, but at NASA, at the NSA, it meant viz rep visual representation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why didn't you just give it something else? (laughs) Yeah. Like clearly a, a made up or just net term that never caught on, but Java has prepared evidently just like in again, Jurassic park when the computer systems fail and they had that thing of, of Newman waving his finger and, and saying, uh, 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 they had had a, a whole thing in case the shield started to fail one by one from a worm. And so, uh, uh, so she re- wheels out a, uh, a projection to show uh, just exactly how these things are failing in real time. It's so bad. So bad. You, I, I couldn't even uh, figure out what movie are you trying to replicate here? Yeah. Of I, like, you're, you're all a bunch of idiots. You won't understand as we all shout out how many systems are failing. So here's for the reader a very, very stupid graphic that I will right. describe very poorly for you so that you know that the system is failing, which I guess could work on a visual level in a really stupid movie, but it does not work in a book to describe it, like <laughs> people watching a stupid, what it's, it's just like a, uh, it looks like an archery target, right? And there's five levels yep. and little black lines go in and they represent the sharks hacking it or something. Yeah, they represent the worms, who he hopefully describes as sharks. Yes. <laughs> no, the sh- I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, the worm is its own thing. The sharks are the hackers who then want the data. Uh, but we get lines like this, and I, I wanted to call this one out. I've got a beef with this. I don't know if it's a guy or a gal. It just says a technician. Bastion host is toast, a technician <laughs> yelled from the back of the, of the room. Second shield's exposed. And I just pictured the, uh, the huge black man going, Damn it, Chad! I've warned you about rhyming host and toast. You can, <laughs> even in the middle of this thing, it is not allowed. But damn it, you're the best we have. So, <laughs> yeah. good job, Chad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was part of uh, Jabba's description. We've got a five tier level of defense: a primary bastion host, two sets of packet filters for FTP and X11, a tunnel block, and finally a PEM based authorization window right off the Truffle Project. <laughs> oh God! And to represent it. Here's a little sketch I made with a right. Sharpie on a piece of whiteboard. Oh, you did a really great uh, angry face on that worm. That's a great work, <laughs> job. I didn't know you were a doodler. <laughs> yes. And what does Susan do as he's uh, yelling out this jargon? Susan gazed up absently, detached from the madness around her. It's like, I think uh, Susan might be in an actual state of, of shock. We need to get her to a hospital. I... What a absolutely incredibly shitty thing for your heroine to... It, it, Again, I've referred to it before. It's the um, Anaconda thing. Eric. Uh, oh, yeah. Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz gets stung by a wasp in the throat, and, and basically they put him in the bottom of the boat at Act yes. One. He's supposed <laughs> to be kind of the. He's the star of the movie, kind of, along with J Lo, but he's just. Uh, yeah, stuff him in the bottom and wait. They and, go in and put a cold rag on his forehead every now and then. Yeah, but to do this to, this is your heroine. <laughs> yes. She's been tossed around like a sack of potatoes. She's been grabbed by guys she, you know, her touch is familiar, but she's repulsed by. Yeah. And for Act 3, the uh, the pivotal moment, she's sitting in a in a heap, trembling, you know, 
which if somebody's putting a mylar blanket around her shoulders because she's in shock. You know, this is, it's just so bad. Why yeah, is she not acting of... at this point? Why is she not an actor in the, in the uh, like a central actor in all of this? It's b- b- baffling. I can't think of, you know, Eric Stoltz is the, the best comparison, but I can't think of another one who's, you know, being actually conscious or who's been treated like this in a movie. Right. But she says uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on, and they, they realize they need a kill code to... Uh, prevent this worm from doing anything and she says uh the kill codes in spain susan offered weekly everyone on the podium <laughs> turned it was the first thing she'd said in a long time susan looked up bleary-eyed tankado gave it away from he died gave it away when he died um and then we get the first of there's a lot of these dale m courtney style reactions in this section everyone looked lost and we get a lot more of everyone you know shouting the same thing at the same time which delighted me Oh, beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but suddenly, so she kind of becomes a, the wet blanket. She starts to do something. Like, don't bother, Susan said in a whisper. Tankado's dead. Which, you know, whisper from the back of the room. I assume the giant black director is going, Who who's talking back there? Yeah. What? This is one of these dark tech rooms that we all know what? from movies. I can't see you or hear you because there are You're sirens going off. Available, yeah, off the the tapa tapa of the keyboard guys. I please speak up. I mean, I found you striking when I first saw you, but now I can't see you at all, and uh, I can't hear you. <laughs> That's really you. all you have to offer here. I'm not going to lie. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that's all uh, I got for that chapter. Chapter one eleven. Um, I thought it. I had a mixed metaphor hall of fame. Dan Brown's had a lot of. Them oh, nice. Was, yeah, please. I love them. An ear-splitting yell cut through the control room. Sharks! It was Soshi. Jabba spun toward the VR, Vizrep. Two thin lines had appeared outside the concentric circles. They looked like sperm trying to breach a reluctant egg. Blood's in the water, folks! Jabba turned back to the director. So we've got sharks who look like sperm trying to breach a reluctant egg because there's blood in the water. I, so it's not only terrible, it's also kind of gross. I had the exact thing and just had... <laughs> Uh, 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 and tarot bangs, uh, you know, for three lines. <laughs> yes. What <That's> is this? <laughs> what the hell is going on? Sharks and sperm. And uh, that was terrible. I didn't even understand. I had to go back and go, what was sharks? Oh, okay. So it's just sharks. Yeah. Hackers right. equal sharks in this world, which has never, you know, don't stop trying to make that a thing. It's not a thing. It's never going to be a thing. Right. Uh, another great end to a chapter, though. So this is Fontaine. He took Jabba's cellular and punched a few keys. Midge, he said, it's Leland Fontaine. Listen carefully. (laughs) Again, ending chapters with people who, the six characters that we know, talking on the phone to each other. Yes. (laughs) Midge, he said. It was Jabba. Like, no, no. (laughs) They're all just... It wasn't Jabba. Yes. Just terrible. So anyway, turn the page, chapter 112. Yeah, okay, that makes sense, though, because I I just kept noting, like, there's moments towards the end of the book where, like, you know, someone's saying, like, are we able to get information about uranium? Midge said. It's like, Midge, why are you here? Why are you contributing to this? Shouldn't you be, you know, uh, whatever it is you do somewhere else? You don't, this is like the top secret area that not even Susan had ever been in. I've got Just because she's a character. I'm here because I have a hunch. And I'm going to give a back rub to someone, and it's not going to end the way you want it to. <laughs> Midge, not now, for God's sake. Yes. 
Um, but, so yeah, they they debate whether to take the whole system offline, which would for some reason take thirty minutes, or they can spend that thirty minutes trying to guess the code uh, that uh, so that will kill kill switch the worm. And they decide the director decides we're going to guess the <laughs> going to guess the key and risk uh, you know all of our. Um, locations, remote location sites being divulged, all the NSA secrets, you know, spying, the Kennedy assassination truth being just like out there to everybody. Uh, uh, yes, so, uh, uh, area. Uh, I always 51. No, 51. Area 51, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah, yeah. Moon landing being faked. Uh, Foo Fox Fighters, Willy, the truth identity. about Foo Fighters. Yep, uh-huh. everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he for what I, I forget why, but he he sort of hand waves away. No, if we take it offline, it'll be blah blah blah. So we can't do that. It's worth it to risk it getting out based on us trying to guess a code that um, we haven't been able to guess over the past twenty four hours. Right, and so plot wise, the first thing you do is get Midge on the line <laughs> and ask her to listen carefully. Right. Uh, so chapter one twelve. Yeah. I don't um, think advances anything. It's just him saying it's just Jabba going like we can't. We can't do this, you know. What are you doing? And so he he contacts the um, the two guys in the van. Yes, yeah. The men that... appeared to be inside a van of some sort. So, <laughs> what? How Ernest often Klein, do you mistake uh, vans writing. for uh, yes. for other things? <laughs> exactly, of of some sort of van, and they're being broadcast. It was this was a nice slice of the uh, of the nineties. A uh, a quick time digital transmission, only five frames per second. That was beautiful to uh, get us into talking about like frame dropping frames and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. In order to transmit it, they had to drop every other frame. Like, are we really getting into sifting frame dropping at this point? Right. Exactly. As we as as we've learned when you're when we're reviewing a, a movie over Zoom, you know, screen sharing a video, as soon as it drops to like you know eight frames a second, we're like, hang up, redial, reshare. This is yes. un, you know unacceptable for this trivial purpose we're using it for. And then they're analyzing these grainy videos of uh, the ring handoff at five frames a second and uh, attempting to glean information from them. Oh, that is incredible. When we get to that. <laughs> so their plot is at this point they need to interview these two guys who uh, the the two guys who obviously have killed David David's dead mm-hmm. yeah in their van yeah so for the next two chapters which he just keeps I I just don't uh, I don't have anything because it's uh, just the rehashing crap well, we already know with these two guys who right well this this reveals that. Uh, Fontaine had believed in every part of Strathmore's plan, but the use of Hulahot made him nervous because um, he was, you know, a mercenary. So he uh, hired the van. Fontaine sent the van guys and called his trip to Argentina short to come back. And that's that was the reveal there, which wasn't really much of a reveal. Like, it, um, but that's par for the course. Yeah. Um, Who's watching the watchers, I would say. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. We'll get to that. Uh, chapter 13 go, uh, this was, this was very nice because we get sort of a, a slapstick, uh, routine in the middle of all of, all of this, but it, uh, since it involves, uh, Leland Fontaine, it of course has, has racist tinges. Um, so it says a buzz cutted man sa- shouted, absolutely not. Is one of the van guys. We have orders. We report to director Leland Fontaine and Leland Fontaine only. Fontaine looked mildly amused. You don't know who I am. Do you? Doesn't matter, does it? The blonde fired hotly. Let me explain, Fontaine interjected. Let me explain something right now. 
Seconds later, the tube-faced men were red-faced, spilling their guts to the director of the NSA. D-d-director, the blonde stammered. So it's essentially the, uh, I can't operate on this, it's my yeah. son. Like, you know, like the, the doctor, doctor was a woman. A woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they just felt the need to have that payoff, the uh, enormous black man. Uh, are we picturing, what, Forrest Whitaker or something? An, an, a, you know, yep. more, no, a mature Forrest Whitaker. Sure, or uh, Dennis uh, from the Allstate commercials. Yeah. Dennis Haysbert, I think. (laughs) Snickering as these two, uh, obviously, uh, uh, southern buzz-cut guys in the military. Yes, You're the director? (laughs) Oh, Dan Brown, you're not a subtle man. (laughs) Um, And uh, Susan, meanwhile, as that's happening, sat and fought the suffocating loneliness that pressed down around her. Eyes closed, ears ringing, she wept. Her body had gone numb. (laughs) (laughs) So again, she's pressed down. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Uh, We got uh, a lot of these. I I sort of, once I realized they were going to be happening all the time, I I started taking notes, but I didn't backfill them all. But uh, FTP filters failing, a technician called out. So there's lots of just technicians shouting things through the duration of this. Oh, yeah. And, Third shields exposed. (laughs) They also are providing us with the time frame. They yell out, you know, eight minutes left, um, double elimination over the top style, just to sort of give it that, uh, to give the the sense of timing that otherwise would be impossible to convey. Uh, Yes. Well, let me give you a Soshi version of it. Again, no reason to have Soshi. And you tell me which of her lines, of these three lines, have exclamation points behind them. So there's a okay. little guessing game. We'll never make it. Yep. We need half an hour. By the two. time we shut down, it will be too late. Which have exclamation points? All three. All <laughs> three of them have exclamation <laughs> She's just running around screaming. Wow. Like people, we are, you know, like we're military adjacent. You know, we're like pilots. If you, You've heard you know, uh, a cockpit tape of pilots, even in sure, yeah. the dire emergencies. Plane crashing, yeah. They, let's, they, uh, let's uh, we're going to have to um, put the emergency landing gear on. Yeah, we, emergency. Uh, we are, uh, we, we are radioing ahead. Uh, we don't think we're going to make it to the, uh, our destination. So we're going to need you to look for an alternate uh, flight path for us. Bear in uh, mind, the second engine has caught on fire. Yes, uh, we are initiating uh, emergency procedure, and uh, we have everyone in contact. The uh, jury card is on fire! Oh my god! So technician she, did, Who hired Soshi? For God's sake! <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> Engine two is actually flaming out. Stop doing that! <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, that's why you don't invite Midge down there to these type of things. Yes. Uh, but there's so she's so she's yelling, and then a couple uh, minutes later, or or almost immediately, Susan Fletcher suddenly from wet dish rag, trembling in the corner, everything pressing down on her, gets up and screams. Yes. So, so yeah, the, they uh, the five frames a second has showed David um, in the background. Yes. Uh, motionless and bloody, propped up on the floor of the van. Yeah, and so Susan uh, has a scream of agony. Like an apparition, she rose. Her face was white. And uh, you killed him, she screamed, as she stumbled towards the image. <laughs> so she's like, you know, the, the girl crawling out of the well in the ring at this point. Like, yes. 
<laughs> the director's like, look, as striking as she is, can we just get her outside of this right, secret yes. room that apparently now is like a rec room that anyone can come into? Yeah, <laughs> a marching band parades through it. So. People bringing pizzas in. Hey, this is for the NSA. Did somebody order pizza here? <laughs> yeah. Take your daughter to work day. Oh, my God. Why is this <laughs> happening? Um <laughs> But yeah, she's pulling like essentially she's she's the girl at the end of my girl being like put on his glasses as she like bur- bur- you know burst into the funeral and but uh, we we get a a uh, DMC everyone looked up in confusion oh god and as Susan advanced still calling her eyes never leaving the projection of David's body David she gasped staggering forward oh David how could they and then uh, Fontaine's response Fontaine seemed lost. You know this man? No, dumbass. I'm just shouting his name and, uh, you know, lurching towards him, weeping as I. I was hoping for more of a. Uh, I mean, this is pretty good, the you know this man, but I was hoping for more of the, uh, you know, someone uh, pulling her back down and like, stop, don't bother the director. We're doing something now. No, wait a minute. I'd like to hear from this young lady. I was <laughs> yeah. looking for more of that kind of a right. moment. Like, what What do you have to offer here? Look, we'll take yeah. any chance we can at this point. Even if it's a screaming woman who can barely walk and is sweating and smeared with soot and soaking <laughs> That's wet. so crazy, it just might work, director. Exactly. But yeah, uh, it's the, uh, you see, you know, John Connolly is like, <laughs> Jackie is, is weeping as he, wait, you knew this guy who just got yeah. shot? <laughs> what, what the, wait, how is this an appropriate response? Yes. Um, uh, anyway, it just, you, I don't, I don't know. It just, at this point in time, no one is behaving like a human and we've, we've just got to keep reading as we progress toward it. Well, chapter 115 is the, uh, that's the fanfic that uh oh, i yeah. think you fell for this i don't know oh, check, check it, the tape check the tape yeah, but this i felt it. it blew my mind that this was real this is incredible i mean i i don't know what to say i guess we could just revisit it but well it, yeah it's, it's worth revisiting especially since we know that this is how this is the the context around it um he had been <laughs> he had been knocked unconscious by a we learn i think a, a st- the stun gun javelin lightning bolt Whatever it was. Yeah. And so this is another incidence of uh, Batman, you know, jumps out of the car before the end of it's just absolutely stupid. Like, oh, you thought he was dead because we described him as dead. And <laughs> searing um, lances erupting like rockets into his uh, head or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, oh, no, no. You didn't know that we have these searing rocket things that uh, stun people. Sure. So, yeah. yes. so he's alive. Yeah, James so. Bond gadget. Yeah, but and then it's so the way he he regains consciousness from the searing stun gun gadget, the emptiness in David Becker's mind was absolute. I am dead. And yet there was a sound, a distant voice. David. The voice was familiar. She was an angel. She had come for him. The angel spoke. David, I love you. Suddenly he knew. So this angel, Susan Becker, is a little less horny than the one we uh, explored earlier, but uh um so this is the whole thing when he does the now i have a ring for you he has literally just regained consciousness from being tased unconsciousness and dragged into a van by uh guys who he at this point in time doesn't even know who they are when he proposes again for the second time right well he dragged him into some kind of van (laughs) hard to but yeah so he shakes himself cartoon awake (laughs) wait what happened oh there's a monitor there's susan (laughs) 
Let me get my <laughs> ring out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it literally defies any. There's, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, but said, I have uh, a, I have a sonic challenge for you. Oh boy! I have two coming up, so get ready. Get your. Voice. Do you want to do some vocal exercises or <laughs> to sit in solemn silence on a dull, dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock? Okay. Uh, so this is Susan. You're going to be doing Susan. Uh, the line is. Let me just like get my jaw slack and the string of drool um, hanging down over my um, my still chiseled chin. You're very striking. Uh, <sighs> so the line is. I'm going to give you the words first, and then I'm going to give you the description. David, thank God I thought I had lost you. That's, that's your lines. Memorize okay. your lines. David, thank God I thought I had lost you. Got it. She was crying and laughing. <laughs> God! <laughs> so give me that. All right. And, and take one. <laughs> David! Thank God I thought I had lost you! Wow. That was... Even more repulsive than I could have imagined. Oh, well, well done. That's, yeah, just wow. Uh, but yeah, but so imagine she does that, and then the two technicians who are yelling uh, "FTP hole breached," they uh, they turn around and lower their shades at her as she does that because she's so striking. Yes. <laughs> oh, and they go. Oh, they're, they're all melted. The control room melts, of course. Yes, with this. right. Yeah. I hate to tell you, folks, but we still got a worm approaching our egg like a shark. Uh, just for those who, if you missed the last episode and didn't hear this as fanfic, I'll just quickly read it. This is real. This is from the book. This is not made If you missed up. last episode, also, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, well, like, that's another you... question. <laughs> a hush spread across the room. You know how hushes do. They spread. <laughs> a clipboard clattered to the floor, along with a mug of pencils. No one bent to pick them up. There was only the faint hum of the terminal fans and the sound of David Becker's steady breathing in his microphone. Gross. Get get away from your <laughs> microphone. Nobody wants to hear your mouth sounds. Uh, da David? Susan stammered, unaware that 37 people stood riveted behind her. Again, no sense of where she is or who she is. You already asked me. Remember five months ago I said yes. I know, he smiled, but this time... He extended his left hand into the camera and displayed a golden band on his fourth finger. This time, I have a ring. Chapter mm. chapter end. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, you. how could you... So you type that and you go... Then you go in when your wife has just finished dinner and she puts a pork chop and a potato in front of you. How was your day, honey? I think it was pretty good. I think I, <laughs> I think I did some good work in there today. Like, right. there's no way you can write that and think that that's a thing you should be able to write. Uh, I mean, Hallmark Channel would be like, let's dial it back a bit. Yes. This is gonna in- insult the intelligences of uh, you know Christmas in Seville here. <laughs> oh. Anyway. And like no one in the NSA is like, you know, as that extended sequence goes on is being like, you know, hey, dumbass, I understand that you're still uh, in love with this woman, but we have a bit of a situation here. There are black lines going into that weird little drawing of the three layer, five layers of the thing. So <laughs> sharks are swallowing number three. Yes. And so I, I had to look it up because I, I this time I have a ring. I, I forgot about what it was. But back in the beginning of the book, it said they'd been together for almost two years when out of the blue, David proposed to her on a weekend trip to the Smoky Mountains. They were lying in a big canopy bed at Stone Manor. He had no ring. He just blurted it out. That's what she loved about him. He was so, so spontaneous. 
she kissed him long and hard, and then they get busy. No, um, so yeah, he just he had no ring. He just spontaneously did that, and that was two years ago. Oh no, they'd been together two years. Um, so anyway, yeah, I didn't I didn't remember that either, quite yeah. frankly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that you know, no ring was his uh, him uh, living below the poverty level and not even being able to afford to boil noodles for his ramen. But that was sort of what the uh, implication was there. I think what a noble, hot squash playing professor he is. <laughs> So yeah, chapter one sixteen. Yeah, this nah. is a uh, this is a and any good thriller should have the the way that this chapter starts. Jabba sat sweating, hands poised <laughs> over his keyboard. <laughs> uh, and it, I love his uh, read the blessed inscription. Oh my god! So Jabba becomes kind of an old timey. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, when's the last time you said blessed to mean like yeah, read the damned like, inscription? Yeah, it sounds like something from a. Uh, uh, a comic book where they weren't allowed to use the uh, any bad words, right? Spider Man's boss or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that uh, Susan. I like this description of her. Susan Fletcher stood with them, weak need and aglow. So, like again, the world is about to end for the for the U.S. and she's standing there like a high schooler who uh, just got a pizza with prom spelled out in pepperoni to ask her to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> our hero again, just to remind you, our hero. Right. The center of the book, around which was, everything radiates. Who was already engaged to someone. I guess she's just happy that he's alive, but still. Yeah, and this is a... So now we're we're reading the ring thing, and this is just a, um, you know, people guessing a password thing. Yeah. And there are spaces in the inscription, in the, uh, inscription on the ring. And spaces? So, yeah. <laughs> There's a space. Jabba stopped <laughs> typing. There's a blessed space. <laughs> you just learned that the ring just existed. Like, what are you questioning anything about it? Like, right. And you don't know what. Uh, yeah. But Jabba agrees with Susan. It, it's just and she's stammering. It's strange. <laughs> Passwords never have spaces. And I guess this was supposed to be salty stuff for people at the time. Is that true? Do passwords know? like what people knew about passwords, right? <laughs> Why are people's jaws hitting the floor like spaces? Yeah. So I'm going to get in here. Do, 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 do passwords have spaces in them? Well, I'll be. Uh, this book checks out. I'll continue <laughs> reading. Thank you, son. Back to you, whatever you were doing, playing Sega Genesis. or um, So it's the Latin term, but um, uh, what is the Latin that translates? Who will guard the guards, right? Yes. That's mentioned previously in the book and previously in this podcast. But uh, in the middle of it, I have another sonic challenge for you. Oh, man. Wow. All right. Okay, you'll be playing an enormous black man. Okay. Okay. Off to a good start. <laughs> All right. Yep. Um, Fontaine sucked in a long breath, his dark eyes probing hers. So I want the character of your dark eyes probing someone's while you suck in a long breath. That's your challenge. Give it a I go. Got it. <laughs> my eyes were probing his, the hell out of her as I did that. I could, oh, I saw it even through uh, even through this uh, Skype call and over the microphones. I, I felt it. Yeah, well done. Yeah, there's a lot of people swallowing hard in this scene. A lot of people sweating. A lot of people stammering throughout, pretty much. But you get a lot of those. Uh, I guess uh, get a lot of good. Uh, we didn't track them all. We should have done that. Maybe X11 filters going. A oh, technician man. yelled. <laughs> the technician's like, hey, man, so she gets a call out. 
I'm a person. Well, I'm, come on. <laughs> I mean, essentially, they're all just Soshis, right? Yes. Yeah, they are interchangeable, um, you know, extras, essentially. The worm's halfway there. So they're all just shouting it out. But right. but everybody can see that, right? So does it need to be technicians yelling it? Because it's all up on the VR, which is VizRep, I believe. Yeah, VizRep. Uh, yeah, maybe the VizRep's more subtle. Maybe Java didn't have time to add in like the... Uh, um, Pac-Man dying animation every time a field does or something like that, like whip, 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 like a sound effect. Right. So, yeah, so there's probably not a, a silly font circling around that one, like X11 filter. You know, yeah. do, do not breach. Joke. You know. <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for that one. We get well. We get a lot of like just very slow interrupting um just so they, they they suss out what this this message is is that it's in latin um susan is identifies the quote as being from the satires of juvenile um which again has no bearing on anything and certainly doesn't need to be uh, told to the people who are trying to protect the country's secrets um, yeah i didn't even bother looking that i am not aware of the satires of juvenile i, th- I may have heard them some point in my life i've certainly never read them I think they were. It was the uh, it was the B side to Juvenile's uh, "Back That Ass Up." Oh, okay, that's that, was, that uh, yeah, of course I know. Might be it was played at a lot of parties when I was in college, but you might not have been tuned in there. No, I was um, sitting. I sat in front of my big uh, stereo system that I normally play Horowitz sonatas, and <laughs> and I listened to that a lot. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But anyway, your Bridget was like, "Please, our our son is three at this stage of life, and you need to change his diaper, honey. I am listening to Juvenile's "Back That Ass Up." <laughs> Please. Uh, yes, I'm sitting in the sweet spot. Please don't uh, interrupt me. <laughs> um, but yeah, they are. They they get into this thing uh, of uh, the Fontaine is saying, Mrs. Fletcher, in your mind, if this is not the key, why would Insei Tancado have given it away? If he knew, if he knew we'd murdered him, don't you want to assume he'd punish us by making the ring disappear? So if he. If he knew we, if he had knew that they had murdered him, he would want to punish them. I don't know. I just, I cannot parse how that would work. And then we get into this thing where they say, uh, "What makes you think Ensai Tankata was unaware he was being killed?" And they say that they shot him with one of those rubber bullets. And then the uh, one of the agents says, "It's doubtful that Tankata associated the sensation with a gunman, and yet he gave away his ring." True, sir, but he never looked for his assailant. A victim always looks for his assailant when he's been shot. It's instinct. So that is a uh, that is strong facts king seatbelt vibe uh, from from that statement that well, a victim always looks for his assailant when he's been shot. I studied the Zapruder tape. I can't tell if that checks out. I I'll go even harder on this one that they come up with this thing and they call it a trauma bullet. That yeah. explains the bruising. I. I call. I didn't look this up at all. I call one hundred percent bullshit on all of this. Without any, I'll, I'll just be that guy at a party who's like, "There's no way, man." I'll be that guy. The older grass. Like, yeah. Did you know you can't eat ten crackers in under a minute? Like that bullshit. I can do it. I'll be that guy. I'm willing to take that uh, position that there's no way that, that any this bullet of this caused is the true. cardiac arrest of the thing. Yes, like. and that he didn't know that he'd been hit by it. Right. I this could be meticulously researched, and I will be eating crow, but I'm still going to take that position, right. bullheaded as all. <laughs> There's no way that this is true. It sounds extremely unlikely. Could be wrong. Yeah, why not? But uh, 
so yeah, they they move on to chapter one seventeen where they are starting watching the video of Tenkato dying. I don't know if this is training their five uh, frame per second quick time on their own. TV, like, uh, and the thing, or if they're actually able to broadcast it over that. We had a hell of a time figuring out screen sharing until, like, last year. So um, I, maybe they're able to do that at the NSA. Oh, but they, this they doubled, is amazing. They, I mean, come on. <laughs> but they double down on the claim. He says, you'll notice his eyes are focused downward at himself. Not once does he look around. And that's important. Java half-stated, half-inquired. Very. If Tankado suspected foul play of any kind, he would instinctively search the area. But as you can see, he does not. Uh, you know, again, it just it, it, he just has to have made up uh, whatever logic are required to have this terrible plot actually work for him. It's such a bad thing to hang the this is the plot. This is what we're all getting down to is whether or not he thought he was being killed. <laughs> Isn't that the vaguest thing? And then... W- now let's all watch a video as people are still crying out, by the way, like, X-11s are down, a technician Wind called Windsock is out the window, guys. This bad boy's hungry, says one guy. Like, Chad, <laughs> wow. you don't need to add that. <laughs> just <laughs> just give us the straight facts. Don't uh, editorialize <laughs> on it. So that's happening, and they stop to watch a video. Yeah, and they've all already watched. I mean, I guess they we've heard it described. I guess no one has actually watched it yet. Sorry. Yeah, but the uh, the two guys have already said about the like if this was the thing like the, these are the two agents highly trained I assume you know ex Navy SEALs ex whatever um, say no no he didn't know that he was being shot like well I'll take your word for it since there's like a minute left until this yeah, all right. goes down <laughs> yeah, instead yeah. it's like oh really oh yeah I got I got a video here look at my phone you know we're gonna <laughs> have stand around check and go, your oh, work cool, yeah. yeah. See a Navy SEAL guy. Why don't we just trust him? Instead, they 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 cut to the video, which again is it's impossible, right? That there was in this year that that this was done. That there was a video that could zoom in, yeah, on three Not, fingers of a hand. Where they say they're like hundreds of yards away. Yes, absolutely, and then be broadcast, uh, you know, from Europe to the U.S.'s uh, modem or whatever. With <laughs> no happen. with no lag, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> wow, there we go. That's yeah. the important thing. <laughs> crazy. The only place outside of Columbus, Ohio, that had no right. lag. Uh, it's oh, just man. insane. Yeah. It's, yeah, it would be, uh, it would be bad and, and mocked if it was how an episode of, you know, a, a police procedural like CSI or whatever, you know, doing an enhanced thing on the internet today. Uh, it, it's just amazing. Uh, but then in the middle of it, so we're watching this video, trying to figure out what he's doing as he gives the ring away, mm-hmm. uh, sending a message that Tankata was terminated. Smith turned to Becker and chuckled. <laughs> Looks like Hulo had a bad habit of transmitting kills before his victim actually expired. <laughs> that, that really is chuckle worth. Now's the time for that kind yeah. of light humor from the uh, uh, you know ex Secret Service, ex Navy SEAL. Uh, he's got time for a little joke with the guy they shot in the chest with a you know lance of pain and. So they just leaked the name of a uh, a spy we had embedded in the uh, Saudi royal house, and he has—he has been his head was chainsawed off, sir. So um. (laughs) that is funny, though. He did transmit that a bit early. uh... Oh, he does that. He does it early. Uh, so anyway, that's the in the middle of that. Yeah, they just recap the the whole, what we all knew. They have the fat German, the redheaded uh, prostitute, all that stuff. Um, the the elderly man falling off a motorcycle and breaking his arm, etc. And nothing about it 
really comes is, is anything new. Yeah, there's not a uh, you don't you don't get a, a character with a new perspective who's able to see something until seven more chapters when you finally do. But uh, it's just yeah, some wasted wasted pages here. But let's give you a little uh, a peek into the capabilities of this camera. And again, I want one. I'm, I'm very okay. The camera tightened on Tankado's three deformed fingers, and on one of them, clearly glittering in the Spanish sun. Spanish sun. hate it so much. <laughs> was the golden ring. Tankado thrust it out again. The old man recoiled. So again, it had zoomed in on the three fingers mm-hmm. from several hundred yards away. Then it, I guess, was there a director like in the van? It was like, all right, give me camera three. Pull out. Give me the old <laughs> man. The old man recoiled. Tankado turned to the woman. He held his three deformed fingers directly in front of her face. As if begging her to understand? Is that a thing you could see in a camera? <laughs> right, yeah. With a guy a laying blind. on a ground in the blinding sun of Seville with your GoPro from 300 yards away? I just, I'm, I don't understand what's happening here. Yeah, imposing the uh, begging to understand on him, you know, thrusting fingers. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Instead of just being like, well, this guy's dying. He just wants help. Like, no, he doesn't want anyone to understand anything. He, he needs... He needs uh, an ambulance. Uh, Another thing that I'm going to call bullshit on without knowing anything about it. It's odd, Smith said, puzzled. Trauma pods usually won't kill this quickly. (laughs) Sometimes if the target's big enough, they don't kill at all. Wow. And then bad heart in this situation. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, it's trash. Uh, So, yeah. Anyway, that's that's this whole chapter is looking but through it, the camera. Believe it or not, it gets dumber. Um, <laughs> uh, not necessarily in chapter one eighteen, where not a lot happens. But and um, this one, I, I didn't have much of a much to say. I just I liked that Jabba said. Uh, someone says it doesn't make sense. Why, if Tankata was unaware he'd been murdered, they're still talking about this. Why would he give away the kill code? I agree. Jabba said the kid's a rebel, but he's a rebel with a conscience. Oh God. So I, Again, I had to go back. I, uh, back of the envelope, based on stuff from the beginning of the book, puts him at 34 years old, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that kid. He's a rebel. <laughs> uh, hanging this stuff on here while they're all screaming, it, it's so bad. We all know how this stuff works. You focus on one thing, but he's got all these little layers of, like, no, he's got a code. And, and uh, well, he got hit by the trauma bullet, but that usually doesn't kill bad heart. You know, the, all the, it's such trash, <laughs> right? Just it's, keep your you know, focus, dumbass. You know what you're doing. I mean, you should right. know what you're doing. You've invented this stuff and you can make it work however you want to, just like the, uh, you know, the mutation strings or whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I didn't have much for 118 or 119. Yeah, 119, I just had a DMC. Everyone stood in silent horror. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> And then uh, they 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 discovered that they they tried to put in I guess the text and they said it they, there was an error that did the uh 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 it said uh, damn it numeric only we're looking for a goddamn number we're fucked this ring is shit worms at double speed so she said worms at double speed so she shouted penalty round so he's uh, she's adding in a little color of her own like the guy who was shouting this bad boy's hungry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, confirming overseas tie-ins cried another oh, wow. technician words yep. out man yeah it's uh yeah but that so yeah that takes us right into 120 where uh sharks with high speed modems would be able to download staggering quantities of classified information in that window um 
that because he, he says they would not be able to shut it down. And, it, I, you know, we all remember what the Internet was like in 97, 98. It was like you wanted a uh, a grainy fake JPEG of, of Jennifer Aniston. It was going to take 10 minutes to download it. Like you weren't going to be able to get a uh, detailed you know map of these NSA operations in anything more than like leaving it on overnight. Is that what you were doing in 1994? Of course, that's what I was okay. doing. I just want to what, 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 I was 15. <laughs> uh, uh, a little more, uh, a little dignity for uh, Jabba here again. The 400-pound <laughs> Sissek stood motionless, hands resting atop his head. It's amazing. The, uh, uh, look, the man. sweating fat globo. Yes. Well, I, I just like that finally we get a little detail on... Uh, Look how big is this guy? Do you have a problem with uh, <laughs> with overweight people or uh, four hundred pounds? Okay, I mean, I guess that qualifies, but uh, uh, no reason to, to zero in quite so tightly. How big is uh, how big was Strathmore? Right, he was yeah, pretty thick that... flesh. Do you want to give his weight too? You I dick. Guess so <laughs> it's uh, made you hope that it was like a, a Kickstarter backer paid to have his his his. Uh, reality or his vision written into the book and dan brown was like yeah i'll put you in there i'm a 400 pound sysec damn it <laughs> yes uh but in this chapter we finally get to alluded to before 64 squares baby yep <laughs> it's uh yeah a uh, a caesar code or something that's written on the inside of the ring yep the caesar code which again i'll take oh, it for I'm- granted i didn't look it up but who cares yeah. Right, but it's also not on the inside of the ring. This is where it's revealed that uh, the ring is completely meaningless. The, yep. the, good good they, job, they, Dan Brown. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's a MacGuffin, but it's it was not even it had it has no bearing. He went all around. Multiple people got killed because of the ring. Innocent people, um, but it turns out that the actual code you need was in the source code of yeah. uh, the worm. There were some orphans that they, I guess, just discovered right now. Um, and if you take all of those orphans, which were in, you know, four groups of four letters, you arrange them into a square. That's where you get the actual Caesar code. So the editor looking this over is kind of like, um, you know, uh, Dan, uh, I have to say, you, so you sent this character half of the book or, you know, maybe 33 percent is this guy mm-hmm. running around Seville chasing this, garbage pit Seville, by the way. Yeah. Chasing this uh, this ring. And as it turns out, that is a complete there's no reason to have that. We could just chop that out. And Dan Brown's like, I hate Seville so goddamn much. You cut that, I walk out of this office. The whole point of that Seville plot is how terrible the sun is and how terrible their, their medical system is. And they have towers that are worthless and their candle holder. I'm like, okay, okay, Dan, 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 please. Can we tie it in with the actual plot? No, that's the point. <laughs> The publisher's like, well, this is the guy who wrote uh, 187 Men to Avoid under the pseudonym Danielle Brown. We have to do this. We True. Yeah. cannot miss out on the uh, the readership of that uh, being passed around. Looking uh, through the window, his boss is like, you know, shaking his head like, no, no, take the book. Don't you dare <laughs> turn him away. Like, okay. He's he's pointing out the window at the sun and giving a thumbs up like, it can stay. <laughs> it can stay. That's good. Um, but so they're doing the way they're doing this, um, you know, we have, uh, you know, technicians are yelling out eight minutes left. Um, but then David is sort of uh, I'll just read it. David had been sitting quietly watching the drama unfold on the monitor before them. Susan, he offered, I have an idea. 
is the text in 16 groupings of four. Oh, for Christ's sake, Jabba said under his breath. Now everyone wants to play. Susan ignored Jabba and counted the groupings. Yes, 16. Take out the spaces, Becker said firmly. David, I don't think you understand. The groupings of four are... Take out the spaces, he repeated. So he's sort of doing it. He's walking her through it as opposed to just being like, here's how this is going to work so that this uh, you know Armageddon is averted. Right, you know, he's, right. He's sort of like letting her have the... Uh, the uh you know like like when a, a kid's hunting for an easter egg i would look closer to the uh, fireplace if i were you like yeah no no the other side like what uh, tell her what it is remember when you failed at um north dakota and dakota let's not relive <laughs> that susan so here right. we go and like again our hero our our heroine whatever you want to yeah. say like come yeah. on man she was she's just like <laughs> duh but it is. So here it is. Um, everyone is standing around. Listen, as, as this happens, four by 16, David said calmly, do the math, Susan. So it's literally what you just said. Wow. Uh, Susan eyed David's image on the screen. Do the math. He's terrible at math. She knew he could memorize verb conjugations and vocabulary like a Xerox machine. But math multiplication tables, Becker said. Multiplication table, Susan wondered. What is he talking about? <laughs> Four by 16, the professor repeated. I had to memorize multiplication tables in sixth, fourth grade. No one memorizes multiplication tables up to 16, by the way. Um, Susan pictured the standard grade school multiplication table. Four by 16. 64, she said blankly. So what? David leaned towards the camera. His face filled the frame. 64 letters. Susan nodded. Yes, but there. She froze. 64 letters, David repeated. Oh my God, Susan gasped. David, you're a genius. So Jabba, Midge, uh, the director, are all sitting there twiddling their thumbs as that idiotic conversation plays out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least Jabba did explode at one point. True, yeah. Enough! wants to play. Playtime's over. This thing's on (laughs) double speed. All exclamation (laughs) points. We've got about eight minutes here. We're looking for a number. Not a bunch of half baked letters. <laughs> I like a real slam on letters there. Like right. half baked letters. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, uh b- as opposed to B, like it doesn't this doesn't have the b- I don't know. Uh, uh okay. Chapter one twenty one. One twenty one. We got a Caesar uh, box. Yeah. It, it it actually spells out for you i don't know um he she says i'll be damned and everyone on the podium exchanged baffled looks like in uh in moon people oh yeah and, right uh, right <laughs> i liked this though david winked at the tiny image of susan fletcher on the screen before him 64 letters julius caesar strikes again midge looked lost <laughs> uh, i sure we're all lost at this point in time because it's idiocy but midge is, is not a code breaker or even belongs anywhere in this building so of course she's the janitor stumbled in what the hell is going on here the guy delivering the third stack of pizzas was also perplexed <laughs> this is no you John, haven't you guys haven't improved since i was here eight minutes ago just bring him over here said the 400 pound sis sick <laughs> 410 now uh um, we get a good uh we get a good job uh his uh going back from being like the the cynic and the crying out is like they they set up the caesar square which is depicted in the book so you can see it and then clear as shit Jabba <laughs> groaned 
<laughs> so, like mucus dripping off of his jowls as he did this. <laughs> Referenced in uh, close to his uh, calzone in hell. Yeah, the uh, dark right. winds get there. That's a, that's right. Yeah. That, again, Dan Brown use the cliches. Just like when you when you try to improve on them, it goes very poorly. Yep. Not good at it. Uh, so that's that. That's a very short chapter. I don't have anything yeah. else. Chapter 122, six minutes a technician called out. Um, and then they Susan tells him to retype the four letters. So they're like, you know, just all on the screen. And it clearly makes words. Um, you know, what they, they spell them out in the book. It says prime difference between elements responsible for Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And so Jabba sees what we all see in the book. Still garbage, Jabba scoffed in disgust. Look at it. It's totally random bits of... The words lodged in his throat, his eyes wide into saucers. Oh, oh my. So yeah, Jabba, you were prepared just to say it was garbage no matter what, weren't you? Like, <laughs> you're just skeptical of these half-baked letters. I, f- I felt that uh, this was a, a meta commentary and that uh, he was reviewing his own book at this point. Still garbage, okay. Jabba scoffed in disgust. Because <laughs> this is just utterly... He could have thrown anything at the wall at this point, right? Yeah. Every chapter is like, you know, the the Caesar thing at the beginning of that Caesar box. Susan beamed. Read top to bottom. Tankado sending us a message. Like, yeah, that's what we're all here. That's the whole point of the book. Why do they have to stop and do this? I don't know. It's so puzzling. But yeah, he really could have just like... You know, David is like, if you look at the day of, uh, you know, the 20th anniversary of the atomic bombs and check the comics section, the be- the mini page by Betty Debnam uh, hid this message inside the word find. Like, it's like, well, OK, like, yeah, it's all garbage at this point in time. It could it literally could be anything like we need to know what kind of car he drove. It's the serial number on the engine block of a, you know, of a Toyota from it's, it's it could be anything. There's nothing that makes any sense or is linked to anything earlier. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, once once Java sees it, everyone sees it. Uh, Midge and Brinkerhoff both cooed in unison when they realized. Oh, what was that's going right. On. That was in the fanfic from uh, last <laughs> week. Yep. Oh wow. Um, but uh, that's all I have for that. Uh, yeah, chapter one twenty three. All I have is they restate the plot of everything. She just re-explains yeah. everything. I don't think I have anything for that. She restates it at the behest of Fontaine. He's, he turns and addresses Susan. Ms. Fletcher, you've gotten us this far. I need your best guest. Has she? Has she gotten us anywhere? <laughs> yeah, what has she done? What is he referring Nothing. to? Nothing. She, 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 she walked towards her boyfriend like a zombie, and then he uh, explained uh, you know, explained to her like a, like a kid on an Easter egg hunt what she needed to do. I wish that she would have, uh, there would have been a callback here where she took her loafer off and like threw it across the room and everyone was distracted. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did that, which I, I learned from a great, great but flawed man to distract <laughs> you, and now I have the answer to everything. Right, the uh, loafer throw paid off in a big way, <laughs> but no payoffs um, for this book. This is another one of my dumb sentences. I'm going to burn just because in the time it says right. uh, it's it's plot related. Hope was fading fast. It seemed the political backdrop surrounding the two most devastating blasts in history needed to be analyzed, compared, and translated into some magic number, and all within the next five minutes. Yeah. The third most devastating blast in history was uh, uh, post-Jabba's third calzone. So, <laughs> uh, 
But uh, yeah, so the, that that's how it stands up. He says the prime difference between elements responsible for Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, uh, chapter 124 is when they start to sort of parse out what that means, I guess. Yeah, this this is when uh, Jabba goes into uh, to high Jabba mode. Like, we need a number, <laughs> Jabba repeated. Not political theories. We're talking mathematics, not history. So she felt fell silent. How about payloads? Brinkerhoff offered casualties, and then they all start throwing this thing in. And then a couple sentences later, David Becker's eyes flew open. Elements, he declared. We're talking math, not history. So he's repeating what Jabba said earlier, and I just wondered, is he taking a weird opportunity to mock Jabba? <laughs> I didn't understand what that was for. Like, yeah, he just said that. Like, right. that's what we're all working off of that assumption. So is he going like, we're talking math, not history. <laughs> Yeah. We're talking math, not history. I'm dropping a hole. Let me get a big calzone and push it into my 400-pound head. But as he's doing that, he's parsing it out in this, you know, Dan Brown sort of wants the reader to feel smart, I guess, as they do this. So he, he But he parses it out thusly. He's like, Tankado's playing word games, Becker spouted. The word elements has multiple meanings. Spit it out, Mr. Becker, Fontaine snapped. Um, and, you know, for God's sake, stop giving it, you know, if you figured something out, tell us, because... <laughs> But uh, he says uh, he's talking about chemical elements, not sociopolitical ones, oh, which is uh, it's it's so one, mad. one of the dumbest things I've ever read. Because, um, yeah, they were doing the uh, that scene in Die Hard 3 where it's like uh, they uh, they have to measure at least like, you know, oh, God, talk, yeah. Mr. Willis. You have to measure, you know, you have a five gallon jug and a three gallon jug. And, you know, and Bruce Willis is like, well, if we fill up the five gallon jug uh, four fifths of the way and Sam L. Jackson's like, it has to be exact. And so everyone here is like, well, I think like if we just take the, uh, at, you know, it's like, <laughs> no, the, clearly you need to, there's a one solution here. It's not going to be uh, based on, you know, damage estimates vary. We know it's not going to be uh, located in the damage estimates of the bombs. Right. And also people, you know, leading other people to the response. Like, we're, no, we're all trying to figure it out. Like, work it through. Come on. <laughs> there's a bomb strapped to my leg. Like, please just help me figure this out. Come on. You can do it. <laughs> um the uh so she clapped her hands yes he's right i read that the two bombs used different fuels one used uranium and one used plutonium two different elements a hush swept across the room oh hushes so, like, are sweeping a lot in this yeah, yeah. but like yeah they, they continuously sweep so people just go back to having you know like hey uh hey technician a what are, what are you doing this weekend well technician b i'm planning on uh it's like <laughs> people are just not having are having side conversations as they're the clock has ticked down to four minutes left. Well, I also wonder, did during the hushes sweeping over everything, it's like one technician doesn't get it right. And like in the middle of the hush goes like, the sharks are in level four. Like, <laughs> no, no, we're hushing right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. I didn't, I did not see that. I was looking down at my monitor. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then it ends with the fanfic we had where they say, uh, oh, I need man. access to the web. Is there a browser? Netscape's sweetest. Come on. We're going surfing. That's, and, uh, the, that's the one that I was I was reading to you. I feel like you didn't understand what I was saying. Netscape's sweetest. I still don't understand. It's been a week and a half and I don't understand what it's meant to convey. <laughs> it means that if Netscape had made three browsers, they were going to this use Netscape's best. sweetest. <laughs> Uh, that's but I feel all. like yeah, it's yeah. just a, uh, it's just the. But they didn't. They never did that. That's ridiculous. Netscape didn't make a uh, jalopy version that was like, well, if you want to just uh, if 
you want those really crappy Jennifer Aniston fake nudes, you can use this one. But uh, all right, back to that. Uh, no, but <laughs> but it would be like someone saying, um, "Hey, get in my car. Uh, can you get me there on time? Like, I think Mercedes Benz can do it. I think that's all it's saying. I mean, it's just clumsy, stupid writing, which you would yeah. expect from Dan Brown. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I so yeah. I, I chapter one twenty five. Um, how much time Jabba demanded from the podium. There was no response from the technicians in the back. So the technicians are just like, my God, we have no more cliches to shout at you, man. We have, we have yelled that the, uh, the firewall is not parsing the bit sex. Like we are done. Like there's no more. We can't combine the words in any more fashion. This is extra, extra, super bad people. Yeah. There's, there's (laughs) no, this has been screaming. The klaxons have been going off for like 25 chapters and they keep <laughs> trying to build it. and It just doesn't work. <laughs> but it says uh, nearby Susan and Sochi poured over the results of their web search. Web search is amusingly capitalized. Um, and uh, they say outlaw labs. Susan asked, who are they? So she shrugged. You want me to open it? Damn right. <laughs> she said. 647 text references to uranium, plutonium, and atomic bombs sounds like our best bet. So they've, like, actually gone to Fax King in, mm-hmm. this, in this fiction here. It's amazing yeah. what they do here. It's, it's just like, uh, I, I'm trying to recreate in my own mind, like, surfing around in the year that, that they would have been doing this. What are they trying to depict? Is, was it cool to to do a search of something and then look down a, the web page. You know how I think I've gotten pretty sophisticated about looking at a, a web page uh, URL and going like, well, I'm not going there, obviously. Right. Yeah. And, and I feel like they're thinking it's cool to just go to the first site. Like, I don't know. This one has a lot of things about <laughs> atomic bombs. And then it's just like some guy's site where he's like, here's where I made a costume yeah. for the... If you want to see my thoughts on nuclear fission, please go to my this page. <laughs> Sign my guest book. I am part of the yes. Atomic Bomb Enthusiast web ring. So if you want to continue around the ring, click here and this spinning thing in the bottom of the page. Under construction, of course. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I, it, This was probably in the era where you would still like click through multiple pages of Google results. But, uh, you know, I, did, I wish it had specified what... Uh, um, engine they had used because that would have been a fun slice of uh 1997 it's i'm trying to think of what uh, as an old movie or maybe even a, a movie now where you go like oh man don't use that current thing because in 20 years it's going to be just horrible for you to right. to relive this <laughs> uh and I, I don't know i can't I, i'm sure there are many many examples of just like don't use the most current tech and think that it's super cool yeah, uh, That's how you I, end up with pizza dot net in the uh, in the net? Right, right. But uh, but even like older movies of someone, you know, I don't know the uh, you know Hitchcock movies with the the UN and getting phone calls like, sir, the phone, I'll bring the phone <laughs> over to you. Like, oh, and then that's a, scene a hush thing. fell over the room. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, it's bad. But here's a uh, here's a Dan Brownism that I don't know if you picked up on this, but I it okay. struck me and I looked it up and did a little research. Uh, the word hit Susan right between the eyes. Prime, she exclaimed. <laughs> Prime. She spun to Jabba, which when she spun, she hit like 300 of his 400 pounds. <laughs> the kill code is a prime number. Think about it. All uh, exclamation points. It makes perfect yes. sense. 
Jabba instantly knew Susan was right. <laughs> okay. Two sentences later, Susan knew Jabba was right. Wow. From chapter 110. Jabba knew the director was right. From chapter 11. Susan knew Strathmore was right. <laughs> and, wow. And I didn't go any deeper. There's probably variations of it. But he's got some... That, what is that? I have... Yeah, I did not pick up on that at all. Instantly knew? Okay. I mean... But uh, people knowing other people is right, he thinks is a real action moment. <laughs> Susan yeah, I mean, knew Strathmore was right. Connor t- said to me, hey, Mike, two plus two is four. Mike instantly knew that Connor was right. <laughs> yeah, like what would you assume? Like if you told me, uh, I don't know what you would tell me that I where I would have that reaction. Um, if you told me something about like classical music, I wouldn't instantly know that you were right. right. I would probably yeah. assume you do because I know you knew what you're talking about, but I would have no idea of verifying yes. it based on my own uh, ignorance about the situation. Wouldn't you say like you would, I don't know, There's, uh, we'll get writers working on it, would instantly confirmed it or something, like knew that he was right. Like you just know facts, but you don't. You would. You would instantly know that they must be right, you know, like the, uh, all right, I've analyzed the evidence. I know what's going on. I, I'm reading the situation. My, but my, my best guess is this. You are probably right. Yeah. You, you make, you know, you do the decision tree and go, he probably knows more than I do. So he's probably right to the level that I'm comfortable moving on with it. But <laughs> instantly knew he was right. Um, but the, that discussion about the fact that it must be a prime number, not a primary number as some, they, they misread it and were acting on that in, uh, in real time, uh, is confirmed by this, the, this is the cherry on top. So she jumped in. Yes, it's perfect. Primes are essential to Japanese culture. Oh my <laughs> Which, uh, God. <laughs> I, I didn't look uh, at the faxing page for Japan, but that again, seems like something that could have been uh, taken straight from there. Oh man, I didn't uh, I didn't pick up on that. She just didn't have a gong to read after they uh they they played that uh, made that ridiculous statement. Right. Yeah. Uh that's all I got with 125. Um yeah, the so yeah, they're just trying to find something in here. They've they've looked at this uh what was it called? What was the name of the website? Uh Fax King. No. Something Labs. Outlaw Labs. And so they just all this. They look at the table of contents on Outlaw Labs, and uh, oh boy, they, is that they, a fascinating a table oh of my, contents in the middle? Of <laughs> presented in yeah the book page, it took up a page and a half of a, <laughs> of an outline because they can't control F, I guess, in 1998. But um, it just re- this reminded me of of a, a trivia night I did, where um, just so th- just the, the the pressure of this. There's three minutes left at this point in time, trying to you know read all this information, determine all this. I'm not a genius, but they uh, they gave you a phone a friend option at this trivia night, which essentially just meant going off in the corner and you could use your phone for 30 seconds um, oh, to, yeah. to look up an sure, answer. Sure. Um, and I, the answer for th- that I I wanted to look up, you I think you had to like this is for charity, so it was 10 bucks to use this option. Uh, coughed up 10 bucks of uh, a teammate's money, and it was a uh, which which two name one of the two teams that has won the Super Bowl exactly twice. And I went over there. The person's like, your time starts now. I start Googling list of teams who have won Super Bowl. Um, Wikipedia, start scrolling down. It's impossible. Uh, 30 seconds. She's like, 10 seconds. And I realized this is never going to happen because you have to like look at a team and then you have to start counting how many they've done it. Um, and so that pressure, I wilted immediately. And I think if the actual pressure of you know winning more than like a, uh, a 
$100 Hen of the Wood gift certificate, uh, it would probably be uh, just the exact same scenario of uh, failing immediately uh, trying to find that information on a, on a, without even knowing what information you're looking for. Oh, I've, I've been in that situation where you just go like, who, um, which tennis player won the most in the open era, this, and then you go to the Wikipedia page and there are 15 charts you know, like, well, are you talking about the European? You know, it's just like, would you just, this should exactly. be easily available. This is obviously yes. a fact that is asked in trivia pages. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so in the middle of this, we get uh, ch- uh, chapter one, mechanism of an atomic bomb. And then it goes down to H, goes to section two, restarts, goes to section three, restarts. <laughs> <laughs> and in the middle of that, so they're looking over this thing. The, here's the language after that list of boring, boring crap that shouldn't be in a book. Section two, exclamation point. Susan cried, uranium and plutonium, exclamation point. Go. <laughs> Go. We're well, in the middle yeah. of it. We're doing what it. What am I like, supposed <laughs> to be doing? Yeah. No one has a phone at their disposal to Go. get Santa. <laughs> Um, well, I, we're just glad to see that you're not catatonic anymore, Susan. It, your, your eyes sparkle, and it just makes the whole office light up. Oh, you're striking. Just striking. Uh, all right. So where are we? What do you got there? Um, the, the, well, it, it ends with them saying, like, uh, maybe Tankado. Yeah, it says there they, there's a misconception, so she was wrong. So they introduced that red herring that lasts for a chapter or two. Um, they both employed uranium. Uh, and then she says, uh, maybe Tankado made a mistake. And says, maybe he didn't know those bombs were the same. No, Susan sighed. He was a cripple because of those bombs. He'd know the facts cold. Which is, you know, it's jarring to see that being said casually. But also, like, it doesn't exactly work that way. Like, I'm sure, I don't know if Tiny Tim knew the, uh, you know, the ins and outs of tuberculosis or whatever had him coughing all the time in A Christmas Carol. I wanted to uh, reinsert a, a word there, just rewrite that. He was a cripple because of those bombs. He'd know that because of facts, King. But unfortunately, it was he'd know the facts cold. I'm upset uh, about that. But that's the end of chapter 125. So we're almost yeah. done, people. We're so close. Three three chapters left, the technician yelled. There's sharks hitting chapter 126, sir. I know you're an enormous black man. <laughs> Chapter 126 has, uh, they discover that there's a uranium isotope 238, which causes Midge to gasp in, her, in amazement. This, um, this I have is the uh, fascinating uh, different numbers chapter. There's literally nothing <laughs> in this. At the end of the chapter, there's a, uh, everyone scanned the text, speaking of. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, whole, uh, Soshi yelling, hold on. So she said, scrolling ahead. Oh, can you imagine the action of that? Picture that in your mind, people. I'm remembering like telling my grandparents how to do something on their computer and, you know, just my grandma being like, slow down, Uh, which like, so (laughs) so she, you are scrolling too fast. (laughs) Uh, But so she screams out, almost there. Yes. Everyone scanned the text. Difference in weight, very slight. So everyone is scanning this text. Gaseous Mm -hmm. diffusion to separate them. Gaseous diffusion to separate them. Yeah, okay. Again, everyone's scanning it. And now, are you ready? Are you riveted? Mm-hmm. Dot, dot, dot. One zero dot zero three two four nine eight X one zero up carrot one three four as compared to one nine. I'm 
Look, look, people, I'm just letting you in on the excitement that is this yeah, book. Yeah, the audio book had to have covered this. One nine, comma, th- oh no, dot, three nine four eight four X ten up carrot two three asterisk asterisk. <laughs> and because of that, what ha- follows? There they are, Jabba screamed. That's it. Those are the weights. I, th- I think that's the worst thing I've ever read in any book. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. Everything out hinges loud. upon that. And then it has the two asterisks. And there's actually a footnote at the bottom of the chapter. Yes, which causes them, uh, when they all lean in to read it, there was a communal sigh of defeat. Everyone. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's because it says there's a 12% margin of error and the figures vary from lab to lab. So yeah, you just keep getting these red herrings tossed out at you, like that they use two different elements, that there was primary and not prime. It's just uh, real-time idiocy. But the the numbers, the the weights of a of elements being used as a thing in like a list of trying to make it exciting. <laughs> right. I don't think anyone's ever attempted it, and I don't think anyone will ever succeed. Certainly, he did not hear. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, you know an episode of the Magic School Bus or Carmen Sandiego could have uh, could have used that science uh, to do something way better and make it you know make it work for sixth graders right. uh, as opposed to this garbage. Uh, two chapters left, 127. Yeah, so uh, she's, she's for some reason, has gone back to watching the uh, five frame per second clip. I like this. Uh, Susan watched the clip as it went in and out of focus. She stared at Tankado's eyes. They seemed filled with regret. And so I, when I'm going to be dying on the sun-parched streets of a hellish Spanish city, I want my eyes to be sparkling with joy. That's, <laughs> it's, uh, I want them to be just like lighting up. Uh, so I vow that that will be how I do it. Well, with that uh, harsh sun uh, in the sky, they can only Perhaps. sparkle, but it's probably burning them and searing their retinas. <laughs> ah, the afterimage. <laughs> and they just keep like they just keep like laying it on thick. Uh, that he keeps thrusting his fingers. Um, they just, you know, they, he, it's like, it again is like he wants you to pick up on that before the characters do. Uh, it's so stupid, though. Um, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, no, no argument from me. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't have much else for this chapter, I'm afraid. Well, well they say, they say, David says uh, he's deep in thought. He says, difference, he kept muttering, difference between U238 and U235. It's got to be something simple. And so I went back because I was like, what are you talking about? And the only mention of U-235, no one has addressed this, like, is them uh, in the table of contents, B, section B, U-235, U-238, and plutonium. So there's no way that David knew about that because David was not, there wasn't any webcam. They were training on the table of contents that everyone was looking yeah, at. Yeah, he wasn't scanning it with them. Uh, no <laughs> yeah. hush up, fell yeah. over David. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's just a weird uh, um, one. It's dumb that he's perplexed by that because there's two numbers and there's a difference between those two numbers. That's uh, very obvious. And it's also and, uh, the the resolution of it is so entirely stupid. Where a yeah. technician began the countdown five, mm-hmm. four, three. The word made it to Spain <laughs> in just under a tenth of a second. So they've got that technician mic'd up really well to the, transmit to the uh, to the guys in the van in Spain. Yeah, and the two guys in the van are like, they're putting an earbud in David's thing, or they're like, hey, let me adjust <laughs> the speaker so you can hear this champ. And then three, three, 
which I guess is David hearing it or something. Yeah. And so he's adding, to, he's subtracting 238 and 235, but he needs to be reminded <laughs> of what that difference is by having someone read a countdown into his ear. Is that what I'm, right? It echoes three five times uh, to get him to realize that 238 minus 235 is three. Uh, in slow it's, motion, it's, he reached for the microphone. And the, you know, the uh, the guy with a crew cut slapped it out of his hand and said, look, <laughs> civilian. Yeah, look, proposal boy. <laughs> look. Yeah, they were about to leak our, our buddy's uh, covert operation. So why don't you just t- sit this one out? You're not as pretty boy as that Brinkerhoff guy, but you're pretty attractive. But... Uh, uh, yeah, so that's that's how he discovers it is by having someone yell three, uh, you know, as we all do when we do subtraction and addition, two thirty eight, two thirty five. Hmm, <laughs> not getting it. Can I get a countdown? What? Three, three. There it is. That's it. It's like uh, it's it's yeah. Dental plan. Lisa needs Lisa needs braces in his head over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think his multiplication tables went up to, or his subtraction tables went up to two thirty eight minus two thirty five. So maybe that's why it yeah, took so long. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, sixty four. But then we get uh, three fingers. It was not the ring at all. It was the flesh. Uh, Tenkata was not telling them; he was showing them. He was telling his secret, revealing the kill code, begging someone to understand. Three, Susan whispered. Three, Becker yelled from Spain. Three, the difference between two thirty five and two thirty eight is three. Everyone in the room looked up. Three. They just keep yelling three. Susan <laughs> shouted over, over the deafening cacophony of sirens and technicians. She pointed to the screen. All eyes followed to Tankato's hands outstretched, three fingers waving desperately in the civilian sun. Three's prime, so she blurted. Three's a prime number. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's terrible. It's dumber than Anything you could have possibly imagined when you read the first dumb chapter, it was like he's going to figure yeah. out a way to make this less dumb. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it all goes dumber and dumber. And then right after that, Fontaine looked dazed. Can it be that simple? <laughs> and then, right. it, then the the technician cries out, and here's where I lost. I'm like, look, it's obviously that simple, and we've all known it. So now it's just over. And then. Outbound data, a technician cried. It's going fast. So mm-hmm. I'm reading it going, all right, so they failed. So yeah, oh yeah. the data's oh yeah. terrorists have it. Okay. Covers are blown. Yeah. So, they've um all right. our missile secrets are, are leaked. They're already building the missiles in you know, Iran. Like Yeah. But so. I'm looking ahead and I see four pages. So I'm going, What what the <laughs> hell is happening? This is the this is even dumber, right? Did you were you taken in by that as well? Like, I mean, why, yeah, I, why I, is if the information's leaving, then you failed? Yes, I don't. There is no and there's no V rep of vis rep of, you know, how the secrets are leaking out, you know, whether it's like 10 uh, percent downloaded type of thing. Like, yeah, they someone has already gotten a, a document entitled, you know, spy locations like that has happened. Um, right. All, but, all deep, uh, all deep cover people in uh, Europe and Asia. Here's the list, you know, mm-hmm. here's their names, here's pictures of them. So right. yeah. uh, outbound data, that's what NSA is protecting, right? Okay. <laughs> so you failed. You failed utterly. It's too late. Yeah. I'm not sure why they, why anything is treated as a, as a success at this. There's no, and there's not even a hand wave of, um, yeah, that percentage or something. But this, this is, I mean, it does get dumber because how does Susan uh, stop this? 
Uh, everyone on the podium dove for the terminal at the same instant, a mass of outstretched hands. Everyone. But through yeah, the... Yes. <laughs> Soshi, please! But through the crowd, Susan, like a shortstop stabbing a line drive, connected with her target. So I'm going to... Hopefully we get some baseball this season. And so when I watch... Uh, you know, Trey Turner connect with a uh, turn, start to turn a double play. I'm going to be like, wow, he he nabbed that line drive just like you would press the number three key on a keyboard. Right. <laughs> like, what on earth is that conveying? That is the that, that's in a book of terrible metaphors. That might be the worst. Oh, uh, I did not notice that one, but that is truly, <laughs> she's, truly she's, dumb. She's pressing a button with her index finger, so you, it's, I guess it's hard to sexy that up from an action standpoint. I wonder why I didn't go with uh, you know comebacker to the pitcher, but. Uh... Maybe we can interview him someday. Sure, yes. Like a, like a three-year-old pressing every button in the elevator. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, they, they, um, they press it. They get the thing. Jabba says to upload the firewalls. But Soshi has already sent the command. Outbound interrupt, a technician yelled. Tie-ins severed. Um, which gets, as we all knew was coming, the room erupted. Pandemonium. <laughs> Technicians hugged, tossing computer printouts in the air. Sirens wound down. Brinkerhoff grabbed Midge and held on. So she burst into tears. So. <laughs> uh, and then here's the, well, here is the hand wave from my earlier concern about it. Okay. They got it. They're in. They're breached. Jabba, Fontaine demanded. How much did they get? Very little, Jabba said studying studying his monitor very little and nothing complete so then what was that for what did you do that for (laughs) (laughs) i mean in terms of the drama what what the hell was that the countdown was to when the real countdown starts (laughs) it's just a false a stupid stupid false uh i I don't need a false beat i mean i I don't know how to explain that that is the dumbest thing yeah, I mean, nothing complete. It's like, well, did they get part of the list of the of the undercover agents? Like, because losing one would really be far too many. Like, yeah, that's, are, are we really just we're just okay with that? Like, you can look at that. You're looking at a very simple chart. Again, there were black lines representing sharks and sperm. So, <laughs> you're are you relying on that? Because if they got, you know, the social security code of a or the, of of one of our deep agents, that guy's going yeah. to get his throat slit tonight. So Imagine can we be more gig- sure of this? <laughs> Imagine how gigantic those leaks were of like target customer data. How like b- people freaked out from those, and then it's like, yeah, it's literal NSA data. <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't get much. I wouldn't worry about it. All they got were those, uh, you know, nude pics of the EFF president we were going to blackmail him with, and that guy can rot in hell. <laughs> yeah, and everyone, everyone at the same time booed the EFF. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so we're coasting into the the final dumbness here. Yeah, they uh, they so even though there's probably people who are going to be beheaded that night, they say uh, it appears Mister Becker has a date. Can you see he gets home immediately? Um, that's the, uh, that's how the chapter ends. And, uh, 128 sort of starts, uh, back where we, um, just our, our favorite thing in the book is, uh, is perving on Susan. Oh my gosh. And boy, does this, this does not disappoint at all. Oh my God. It's yeah. If, if I, I, if you're listening, not having read, I'd like you just to what you think is going to be, uh, what you think is going to happen in this chapter is how you'll think they'll describe their, uh, their night back together. All right. Do you had time to write it down? Okay. Good. Yep. Yeah, all right. So, do you have? Uh, 
I mean, we could read the whole chapter. It's so, well, sure. eh, maybe right. it's a little too long. But uh, yeah, what, what do you have as the salient points? Um, so uh, when Su- yeah, I hope little uh, 11-year-old Billy is not listening. But, oh, uh, please. When Susan awoke, uh, the sun was shining. The soft rays sifted through the curtains and filtered across her goose-down feather bed. She, <laughs> she reached for David. Am I dreaming? Her body remained motionless, spent, still dizzy from the night before. What were they doing? <laughs> still dizzy? <laughs> uh, but, uh, David, she moaned. There was no reply. She opened her eyes, her skin still tingling. Wow. The mattress on the other side of the bed was cold. David was gone. I'm dreaming, Susan thought. She sat up. Now, here we go. This is like, the room was Victorian. All lace and antiques. Stone Manor's finest suite. Her overnight overnight bag was in the middle. Stone Manor's sweetest. (laughs) Yes. Her overnight bag was in the middle of the hardwood floor. Her lingerie. On a yeah. Queen Anne chair beside the bed. So again. I'll just note that there is a uh, hardwood floor, dot, 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 her lingerie. So the ellipses themselves are very suggestive here. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I guess, again, just picture, um, I don't know, Hallmark, you know, spicy, Hallmark after dark. What What is going on here? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, I think it's just sort of how a, a romance novel cover, that sort of gauzy uh gauzy filter as she draws the comforter around her naked body and reads the message from david but she also is unaware in the beginning of the chapter i think he's trying to lead you to is she actually dreaming because she says to herself had david really arrived she had (laughs) memories like again she's in a fugue state like what do you wake up and honestly i mean maybe 10 seconds of I've been in a... Was that dream real? I've been in a super dark room or something where you're in a hotel and you wake up and you go, three seconds, where am I? Where am I? And then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But really? She doesn't remember whether there was a... Whether her skin was tingling from from in reality or... (laughs) What? Wow. Okay. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, but it fits, you know, it fits with how she spent the entire book of sort of being unsure about where she is and what's going on. So, but then we get but, uh, the, re- the, uh, the finality of the dumbest thing ever. The thing that no one totally. cared about that we puzzled about. And then when you look up on the internet, I think is only this guy and that's the without wax. Yeah. That's what her, that's what the letter says. The, uh, something, something without wax, uh, it has been thoroughly debunked. It's on, you know, dictionary websites saying. No, no, abs- no, no way that this is true. Is that true? But it's n- it's. Oh uh, yeah, we got a letter about oh, it. I think we're sweet. not going to have time for letters, but okay, uh, yeah, yeah, it's no. it's just a, uh, it's like uh, I don't know what another just sort of urban legend about that that uh, is just sort of people people accept it, but it just doesn't have any. So he made um, it up. Historical. Uh, he didn't make it up. It's a it's a thing people think of. Oh, the, um, they think of it, but it's just wrong. Yeah, I can I can look and see what it says, but uh, we okay. can we well, can do that uh, in a well, yeah, But yeah, well, it's just not true. Okay. Um, but <laughs> he just used something that is a, uh, it's one of those things people would say to appear clever, which is what he's doing here. Well, I feel like all of, um, you know, etymology of word origins, you hear them and you go, yeah, that sounds plausible. You know, it's from the, it's from the old English hossa and a horse and it meant sturdy. And then you go like, yeah, that sounds reasonable. And then you read later, right. like, that's just, no, <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, we've all done the you have you done the dictionary game. You just make that crap up and people bite at mm-hmm. it. It's like that so he just made this up. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the same thing as, you know, making up Tankado or like, you know, that name or, you know, making up uh, mutation strings, I guess. Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, she's but she's she wants to know. Tell me what it means. No chance, he laughed. A couple needs secrets. It keeps things interesting. Susan smiled coyly. Any more interesting than last night, and I'll never walk again. <laughs> oh, man. That was just like, God. Yeah. What is he, you know, what did he What did he bring back from Spain? Like, you know, they, what kind of stores do they have in the airport, the duty-free section? What What are you two doing? What are we supposed to match? <laughs> yeah, skin is tingling from a cattle prod or something. And um, I mean, I wonder if but, she, because she's so disassociative, does she even, does she think that maybe you know, something else happened? Like, did someone kidnap me because she doesn't even know whether David was there? You know, <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> was it even you? Like, yeah, weird. Uh, but she also says, uh, tell me, Susan pouted, or you'll never have me again. And I was just like, Dan Brown has just got to be taking a cold shower after every one of these paragraphs. It's insane. He's just like, uh, yeah, it's, it's borderline uh, the Mr. Fiction. Uh, But then we get to, it finishes with the dumbest moment of all time, the fake. Uh Uh-huh. When he asks, you know, like, we're getting married or whatever. I'll just just read it because it's so stupid. (laughs) Susan lifted her head. Her eyes were filled with tears. I'm sorry, David, she whispered. I, I, I can't. David stared in shock. He searched her eyes for the playful glimmer he'd come to expect from her. When he wasn't making her, you know, not be able to walk straight. Right, yes. <laughs> it wasn't there. Susan, he stammered. He almost said commander, but didn't. Commander? I don't understand. I can't, she repeated. I can't marry you. She turned away. Her shoulders started trembling. That's a new look for her. She covered her face with her hands. David was bewildered, but Susan, I thought. He held her trembling shoulders and turned her body toward him. It was then he understood. Susan Fletcher was not crying at all. She was in hysterics. (laughs) I won't marry you, she laughed, attacking again with the pillow. Not until you explain without wax. You're driving me crazy. God, the Uh, heart wipe, heart wipe uh, zooms in and uh, that's how the movie ends. uh, Book across the room. (laughs) You have got to be kidding me. It's yeah, it's so annoying. And then more, even more annoying once you realize that the thing is fake, that that whole thing hinged on. Oh, so awful. Um, So that's Um, the book, but... Yeah, there is an epilogue. Yeah. And I think I don't think we need to do anything uh, specific from the epilogue, but we can tell you what happens. Yeah. Uh, Tokugan Numatak, the Numa Numa guy, <laughs> is still annoyed in his office, and he is Ensai Tenkado's father. He abandoned him out of shame, and they have just delivered the ring back to him as his only living relative. And so, uh, so that uh, we we uh, it, it all paid off in the end. What? We thought those chapters were stupid and pointless, and boy, were we, yeah, were we wrong? <laughs> I, I, I think I reread it, even though I was already annoyed. I'm, you know, still in high annoyance over you're driving me crazy. Um, so super annoyed, and then epilogue. So I'm very annoyed, <laughs> and I read it 
I did not understand why that mattered at all. And so reread it and still don't understand why it matters. Can you explain why it matters? No, but we should have seen it coming. I mean, it was there's two Japanese guys, so in Dan Brown's universe, they were related, of course. Um, but one had frankly, no effect on the other thing, right? And nothing was. I mean, does it is it satisfying in any way at all, other than just going? Uh, see, uh, no, it is okay. not. Right. Um, I just want to make sure I wasn't uh, missing anything. And that guy wanted to buy the ring, and but then, uh, yeah, it's like, it's not even a twist. It's you know it's Alanis Morissette's definition okay. of ironic. Right. I think you know, to 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 bring it full circle. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it, it's idiocy. Well, wow, what a journey we've been on. Hachi machi. Holy moly! I guess we um, I guess we probably have to put it in the uh, in the canon. Um, it, to me, it's not certainly obviously not as bad as Shadow Moon, not as bad as Bob Honey. Um, yeah, worse than the Mister, I'd say, just because it uh, of what it tries to do and 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 fails at. Uh, I'm going to agree with you there. I think the the Mister had more, um, I don't know, more th- joy to discover in the stupidity of it, <laughs> and this was a little more dreary. And but the same kind of attempts at moving a plot along and making you turn a page. Yeah, I mean, it it it, it felt a little longer, but um, I mean, I had a lot of fun discussing it, so that's that that adds up. I think it's worse worse than the Mister. I don't know where where we rank White Worm in terms of all of that, but um, oh you know. yeah, I, I got pretty annoyed at the White Worm <laughs> at the end. I, uh, yeah, I'd rank this. Yeah, I, I agree with your assessment. It's worse than uh, it's worse than the Mister. Wherever that yeah. falls, whatever, see our previous comments about where I okay, put the sure, mister. Yes, I yes. don't remember anymore. <laughs> we'll organize the uh, the big board in our office. I think that I ranked, um, and you, I think, disagreed. Is I ranked Shatlart ahead of like the Mister and Oh yeah. I don't know. Mm. Those those are the ones that get a little foggy and uh, but uh, yeah, the the weird realm of, of readable, but they have to be amusing to you. Yeah, um, in order, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can we can agree to disagree on those. We, no one thought they were good. No one has come to that level of uh, of infighting yet. Yeah. So, and and we're also not comparing them to the oddities like Dwight David Thrash. And I mean, I guess uh, does Dale M. Courtney get closer to it? Or no, no, sorry, who's trucking no. through time? Oh, uh, Charles E. Harris. Charles yeah, he's Harris. the he's the bridge. He's the yeah, he's, he's the, the one the bridging that, uh, between the worlds of like it's possibly could have been an actual novel, maybe sort of. Yes, those uh, the, there's like the freak section, and when they need something, they send uh, Charles E. Harris over to the uh, actual novelist to, right. uh, to as like their uh, their when they when they want to. Food or something, they send him to negotiate. Right. So yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm counting out the oddities of your Jim Tice and all of those, and uh, that's that's not. I don't put them in the same universe, so uh, it's easier to compare them to kind of the more mainstream things that we've done. No. Um. Yeah. Well, I think we can just can do some dumb sentences and uh, save some emails for a mailbag because we have gone long. Yep. Well, there was a lot of chapters. A sentence begins with a capital letter. A capital letter is a letter that's big. A capital letter is not a small letter. A capital letter is big, big, big. A sentence ends with a period or an exclamation or well, a question mark. A sentence the fact that we were able to burn, what, six or seven or of our dumb sentences yeah. <laughs> <or a question laughs> means yeah, that there's was, uh, quite a bit to, uh, to uh, sift through here. So uh, let's get going.
he spoiled us. Yeah, we'll go. We'll cover these. A lot of those we touched on, but might as well recap the greatest hits. Amanda submitted in a brilliant flash of light. Commander Trevor Strathmore passed from man to silhouette to legend. Mm-hmm. Scott submitted the commander rose through the trap door like Lazarus back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth submitted even sooty and soaked. Susan Fletcher was more striking than he had imagined. Um. Andrew submitted, it was ironic. Strathmore thought that Chartrukian had been right about the virus all along. Christina submitted, without wax. It was the one code she had yet to break. Uh, Christina wondered, what code did Susan break in the entirety of the book? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, Harris submitted, Freon was flowing downward through the smoldering translator like oxygenated blood. He puzzled as to why it needed to be oxygenated blood. Um, there was one question about that metaphor. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, Justin submitted, Primes worked well in code writing because they were impossible for computers to guess using typical number tree factoring. He said, we all know numbers struggle with, we all know computers struggle with numbers like three and seven. <laughs> uh, Curtis submitted, Primes are essential to Japanese culture, Fax King. Uh, Michael submitted confirming overseas tie-ins, cried another technician. He described it as simple, beautiful, stupid. (laughs) Uh, George submitted, then he fell to his knees, a sinner before an angry god. I assume that's uh, Strathmore. He says, Jonathan Edwards would no doubt be horrified by all the blasphemy, fornication, and general idiocy in this book, but he would probably agree with the anti-Catholic sentiment. (laughs) I remember that name. I always thought it was Jonathan Edwards was like a folk singer my parents listened to, but he was also a uh, 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 Puritan preacher, I think. Yeah, in the uh, first great awakening, yeah. Lucas uh, submitted, uh, this is several, this is all one rant. Jabba was probably speaking fast, but it's several sentences. Viruses reproduce. They make clones. They're vain and stupid binary egomaniacs. They pump out babies faster than rabbits. Why is he so angry at viruses, Lucas asked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alex submitted, they look like sperm trying to breach a reluctant egg. He was unclear about what a reluctant egg looked like. Uh, Andrew submitted the water poured down from above. It was a midnight storm. He felt the need to point out that this line was not set outdoors nor at midnight. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Janelle submitted David Becker had never held a gun, but he was holding one now. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Alex submitted. All right, here goes nothing. Start subtracting. (laughs) That was, (laughs) that was during the uh, most intense moment of the book. Brian submitted, she vaguely remembered 250 metric tons of earth had been excavated to create it. Uh, Josh submitted, in most computer circles, VR meant virtual reality, but the NSA, it meant visrep, visual representation. So he said, an abbreviation for an abbreviation. Why not just say visrep? It takes literally the exact same amount of time, syllables, and effort. (laughs) (laughs) Good questions all around, people. Um... Here we go. Here's here's one of mine. I had the oxygenated blood. Um, I had a couple ones I had already uh, read. I had enormous black man. Uh, this one is good. We, I think we touched on it, but we have a five tier level of defense. Java explained a primary bastion host set two sets of packet filters for FTP and X11, a tunnel block, and finally a PEM based authorization window right off the truffle project. Hook the jargon to my veins. <laughs> I uh, I went with something less flashy because I knew that, you know, look, we're going to get all those covered. 
and we yes. covered some of them earlier. I just want to point out that this is a dumb sentence in any context, but it's, you know, again, not flashy. The commander let go of Susan and turned toward the $2 billion computer. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> right. It's sort of his, uh, his style of using the last names all the time. He's had to be reminded about the computer's value as he's looking at it. Yeah. Oh my God. That would never be an action line in anything. <laughs> I also had not being a religious woman, Susan had never expected to hear a response to her prayer. Yeah. Which well, I guess checks out. Yeah, that yeah. does <laughs> check out. Um, well, yeah, a lot of those uh, were submitted by our Patreon uh, people who uh, have supported us uh, for a while now, and it's been really great. Uh, Patreon.com slash 372 pages. They wrote a book, uh, for God's sakes. We've got that uh, to, to review at some point in time. But, oh, I'm uh, super excited. Yeah, we have. Uh, I'll have to compile that and uh, see see how that shapes up. Whether it's more coherent than any of this, but uh, yeah, join them over there and uh, get in on some of that fun stuff. We've been doing uh, meeting some authors that we have not been uh, able to cover their works. Those have all been very fun. You've broken down uh, English art songs. I'm not sure if that's enticing people or not. Oh, I think that's and, bringing uh, in the the bringing in the dollars, <laughs> baby. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, thanks to all the Patreon supporters. Uh, we'll cover the uh, mailbag for this episode in a, in a separate one, but Patreon gets to hear uh, what's next before everybody else, so uh, tune in and find that out. Uh, can, we, um, can we tease the plot of the, uh, the book, that the, the Jackal book? Sure. Um, so yeah, give, it, give them the plot. I mean, it's a pretty basic plot, right? Uh, well, yeah, an alien has become president. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh, uh, yeah, yeah i don't want to give away uh, the end of it that's just it it's like an alien is the president of the united states yeah that's what you said as a one as an elevator pitch and we said let's do that yeah and, and i wrote you wrote the first chapter i wrote uh, one about two-thirds of the way through or kevin wrote one kevin murphy wrote one after that and i wrapped it all up yeah and, uh, it's going to be lunacy i think so but um, i mean imagine that like you know You've seen 15-minute movie things like, are you telling me the president of the United States is an alien? And we <laughs> laugh. And we're like, hey, we're going to do that. So yes, anyway, that's exactly. the book. So I'm excited to see where people brought it. Excellent. Well, uh, another Patreon supporter, uh, Taylor, has done this before. Uh, he, he wrapped up Ready Player One with a song. And he wrote another song for this one. Um, if you had a Billy Joel parody about Greg Hale on your 372 bingo card, Congratulations! But uh, he wrote a song. Uh, it was very funny, and so I thought we could uh, we could go out on that note. Yeah. All right. So let's go out with that. A uh, that was my dream anyway to end this whole book with a <laughs> Billy Joel song parody. Exactly. Yes. Very, no. 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 Please. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm very excited. So here it is. And thanks to everyone on on Patreon. And thanks for this uh, song parody. And thanks for sticking with us through 128 chapters plus an epilogue of uh, Digital Fortress. This is 372 pages. We'll never get back. So long. I was just a Marine when they taught me to code crack. Tried my best to defend the American way Till the guy did some time Found the back door to skip jack Now I charge my expenses to the NSA 
me, I know I look all right. No one said that the brains couldn't still be the brawn. I don't know what it means, but they all call me Halite. I'm the crypto department's answer to Gaston. I never said I was a new breed of the cyber freak. Who would rather have penniless professor geek? Don't get me wrong. Her legs are long. I'd show her a good time and all on my dime. They will tell you you can't upload porn at your workplace. Then they'll say olive oil can't be taken straight But you get what you want when you're working with this face They throw in extra room on your vanity plate Now you're probably wondering why someone shot me Caught my boss in his ethical breach of the day Guess he thought he could pin it on me and go scot-free But he's so dumb he managed to fail anyway Strathmore couldn't plan a cover-up with all his power My death convinced a single person for about an hour His cover blown by his own phone The worst hit job you've seen since Jeffrey Epstein I don't care anymore cause I'm dead, that was my life. Now I'm off to find angels in heaven to bone.